Welcome to Blurds Are Us with your host Ace and Big T. How are you doing guys and welcome to episode 107, 107 oh, of Blurds Are Us. That's right. We're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. Before you know it, we'll be at 200. <laughs> it's true, oh my days. Because like I said, April and May is going to be a very busy month of pop culture for us. That's right. So we're going to be dropping episodes like rapping. Like, we're getting a bonus episode tomorrow as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, how you been, T? What you been up to? Do you know what? I've been good, man. Yeah. Uh, Easter holidays. Easter now, holidays just yes. started. <laughs> Can't complain. Yeah. Um, yeah. What have I been up to? I mean, I spent the day at the cinema yesterday, my first day off, <laughs> spent a day at the cinema to catch up on all these films we're going to mm-hmm. talk about today. Um, I, well, actually speaking of one of the films we're going to talk about today, Pet Cemetery, yep. the original one, mm-hmm. come up on TV the other day and I, oh, hadn't, yeah. and I hadn't seen it. So I sat down and watched that in preparation for the, the remake, for the remake, but I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Uh, another film I saw, that it's a pretty old film mm-hmm. and I've I've always known about it but it was something completely different to what I thought it was okay. you know back in the day when you had videos VHS mm. yeah children these are these, <laughs> <laughs> these are DVDs that you had to rewind once you finished watching them yeah um, so all, on, a, on a couple of my VHSs I remember you know remember they used to have adverts for other films before the yeah. film started yeah one of the adverts I remember seeing and I, I remember it in my head was called Finding Eric Okay. And it was about a Man United fan mm-hmm. who was looking for Eric Cantona. Okay. And that's what I thought the film was about. That's what the advert made it look like. Yeah. Like there was a Man United fan who wanted to meet Eric Cantona, went out and, and, and met him. Mm-hmm. And then they become friends or whatever. And I'm like, this is a weird film. Like, <laughs> this looks weird. But I never got around to watching it. Yeah. So the other day, I'm in bed, controls just out of reach, can't reach it. <laughs> Then this film Finding Eric comes on. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me just give this a chance and watch it. Bro, it's actually a sick film, you know. Yeah. It's, it's got nothing to do with what I thought it was about. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this guy is a Man United fan. Mm-hmm. But it's not about him going out and finding Eric Cantona. His name's Eric as well. Uh, so the name of the film has a double meaning. It could be like going out and finding Eric Cantona or it could be finding yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that is what the film was about. It was about him yeah. finding himself. And Eric Cantona is just his imaginary friend. <laughs> so all the scenes in the advert where they're chilling out and being buddy and I'm thinking, oh, he's met Eric Cantona and they're growing to be friends. Yeah. He's never met him. That's just his, ima- <laughs> his imaginary friend is Eric Cantona. Right, so whenever great. he's like trying to think, oh, what should I fucking do? Eric would just turn up in the middle of the pub and just be like, hey, listen, my friend, in his French accent. And in the middle of this Man United pub, yeah. you're going to think everyone would go nuts, but yeah. no one even pays any attention. So, because it's his imaginary friend, it's not really there. Uh, but it's pretty sick, man. Like, what would you, what'd you what, how'd you rate it? I'd give it a free piece, a solid yeah, free piece, solid free piece. Um, it's like set in, in England, obviously. Mm. Um, it's more about like, like he's got two sons, one white and one black kid mm-hmm. um what his white son is like getting mixed up with gangs and stuff like that and one of them's making him hide a gun in their house oh, wow. and whenever he needs it he'll come and get it and he'll, he went and shot someone up because they said his shirt looked stupid so he went and shot them in the back oh, wow. then he was like okay now your son needs to go down for this not not talking to him he's like you need to go down for this mm. otherwise we're gonna fuck up your black brother like and they've got uh, dogs and shit and they've got all kinds of madness bro it gets deep man trust me much. and this whole time he's just like whenever he gets a quiet moment to himself he has a quick chat with Eric Cantona 
And Eric Cantona just motivates him and tells him what to do. It's pretty, it's really good, man. Nice. It's actually a good film. I'd recommend anyone to watch that. It's not what, what I thought it was. Um, what else have I been doing? Yeah. So I've got two weeks off now. Mm-hmm. Um, one film, one thing that I want to get into, I'm going to bring this up now, actually, mm-hmm. rather than bring it up later because it's not really news. But, uh, one thing I want to get into, um, is a show called Barry. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's starring, oh fuck, I can't remember what this guy's name is, but he's like Bill Hader. Okay. Starring Bill Hader. And it's meant to be the new Breaking Bad. That's okay. what everyone's saying it is. Season one's already out. Season two, I think, has just started. So I, I need to catch up, but he's an assassin mm-hmm. and, um, or he's a hitman mm-hmm. and he takes up, he takes up drama. He takes up theater. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because apparently I think in the first season someone who he was meant to kill was part of this theatre group and so he ended up joining the theatre group mm-hmm. as a way to get closer to them or something I guess but ended up really liking it I don't know but it seems really cool the, the reason they're comparing it to Breaking Bad is that <coughs> some like outlandish like violent shit happens mm-hmm. but he's quite a seems to be quite a nice guy or a timid guy or whatever I don't know much about it I'm trying not to figure out it but that's something if anyone liked Breaking Bad and because also at the same time this is news but I'll just say it now Better, uh, Better Call Saul mm-hmm. season 5 has been pushed back till 2020 yep. so we're going to not get Breaking Bad for a while when's the movie when's the movie supposedly coming out yeah I don't think that's till next year either though no that's far away yeah or is it this year either way I don't know but yeah if you need your Breaking Bad fix apparently this is being held as, as the next Breaking Bad so um, so yeah I'm going I'm to give that a chance but that's that's pretty much it, man. That's the, what, what have yeah. you been up to, bro? Um, I bought a new car. Oh yeah, I got rid of my banger. Yeah, uh, uh, I went. You know, Big boy's car. It's funny how the mind works. I don't know what it's called yet, but there's a there's a term for this. Yeah. But you know, like let's say for example, you start thinking about an Audi TT, mm. and all of a sudden you constantly <laughs> see Audi TT. Yeah. So I went to get a BMW One Series, isn't it? Yeah. But I was a little bit out of my price range at the moment because I need I wanted a car quick. I, I couldn't mm. wait. Yeah. So then I started looking at Vauxhall Astras, and then uh, hmm. I bought a Vauxhall Astra. But the most the moment I bought a Vauxhall Astra, one. And then you kept on seeing one series everywhere. <laughs> Secondly, then I kept on seeing Astra. I was like, right, Astra's a bait car. And I was like, look, I try a Vauxhall Astra. Mm. Um, but I say, that's one thing I've done. Uh, I've been binging podcasts. I'm nearly fully caught up on PCL. I'm about three, four episodes behind. Mm. Um, I've been listening to Brute Force and Ignorance, like the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh, yeah. So, them guys give you so much jokes, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you should definitely, like, definitely give it a listen. I need to give that. I need to jump um, on that. I think. I don't think I could play D&D or I, I could play it mm. but I think I'd be really annoying player <laughs> because like in one of the like intro episodes yeah mm. um, like some some shit happened in it and they were like sat at a table about to eat some food I was just thinking to myself ah oh, um, do a persuasion check do a persuasion check don't just eat the food check if the food's all good make sure it's not poison yeah. or like don't take the drink like check like I was, thinking, I was thinking oh and there was like a situation where like um, some guy wanted to join them on their quest I was like don't let that guy join join you on the quest like he's obviously going to turn out to be some dickhead like don't do it don't do it mm. and he's like oh yeah let's let this chap join. It's like no, 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 no. And like, oh, I'm just going for it. And then boom. It's like, see, I told you, I told you, don't like. I don't know if it's because I just like kind of seen Pet Cemetery, but I was really like, just like, you know, like don't let anything happen. I was like, I'll just be rolling with everything just to like double check. But it's really fun. Um, 
it's got uh, like I said, it's got a couple members of the Leftover Army, mm. uh, Dan West, uh, I think his character's called Bruin. Uh, Matt Kirby's character calls Aurelius, mm-hmm. which is such a sick name. Uh, I think John, Ver- John, John Rivera. I think his character's called Flint. Mm. Another person, I can't remember the name of his character. Flint is a sick name. Flint is such a sick name. <laughs> and then, um, uh, the DM Master, which is Dungeon Master, is done by, uh, Jacob Harmon. And it's just so fun and so cool, man. Like, um, so I listened to all their beginners episode. I've listened to all their, like, specials, because obviously, I'd had all them downloaded, but I hadn't been listening. So I listened to the Halloween special. I listened to the Christmas special. Uh, he did like, he does like a 20 minute short. Um, and it tells you a story about a character called Tybird. Mm. Even if you haven't got the time to listen to the actual things yet, listen to Tybird's story, man. Tybird's story is sick. Like, I was, just, I was like, I didn't actually want to start making you cry, bro. I was just like, wow, this is emotional. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed Tybird's story and I can't wait to see like, how he comes back into the main story later on because mm. it's kind of hinted that he might be appearing and so I'm really looking forward to that man like I tell you Tybird's story so <laughs> sick like, so I had to message them guys like yo this like, <laughs> this is sick it's dope um, uh, I'm re-listening to episode 2 because like what I was listening to I couldn't really hear it very well mm. so I'm re-listening to episode 2 and I'm going to jump on episode 3 and I'm going to carry on binging that um, for those that haven't who don't follow us on social medias uh, do that we're on Facebook Twitter Instagram uh, all that can be found at Blurds Are Us just search for it we will come up um, we've had a YouTube channel for a while but we haven't really had anything to do on there and uh, basically I was talking to a couple of my friends they were like you know what if you put your podcast on, on YouTube I would actually listen mm. I was like what that doesn't make sense like <laughs> we don't have no visuals it's like no but if you put it in there like literally I would I will, I will listen to it so um I, the, the last time I tried to put an audio file on YouTube, it didn't work in it. Mm. So I thought to myself, let me like create, um, a quick little video file with like some images of us, of our logo. Um, I was going to like put some of uh, the pictures that we've taken at Cos- uh, Comic Con events, mm. but it's just been too long to do. I just want something quick just to, just to get a feel out of there to see if like it was, um, something that people would actually do. Mm. And, um, so the last time I checked, it's got 20 plays on YouTube. So I thought, that's pretty decent. So I think just for now, all the Game of Thrones specials will be put on YouTube as well for those that want to listen to that. Mm. And um, as we work on to the main stuff, we'll find a, a time or a particular event. Maybe the Avengers one might go on YouTube and now we might put some Avengers pictures in the background or something mm. like that. To, you know, um, so that's one thing. Um, a lot of feedback on the Cardi B episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A Twitter user absolutely made my day by one of the tweets that he, he sent. Uh, let me see if I can put on a tweet. Uh, Who is that? Call me Patrick B. That's his Twitter oh, handle. Yeah. The name's Adam. Yeah. Uh, so if your name's Adam, why would we call you Patrick B, dude? Sort this out. Confuse me. Don't <laughs> I was, like it. I was, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> Is this is this the Patrick that says friend or is this not our Patrick? So I don't know who. This, who I, are you, I, Patrick yeah, or Adam? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm guessing it might be a member of the Leftover Army. Yeah, uh, that's my let's play. If we'll figure not, it out. Send us a message and let us know this who guy you has are. A, has an element of mystery um, about but him. But I loved his hashtag. So he said, yeah. "Cardi B controversial. Cardi if you with at Blurs around episode one or six. Laughing emoji. Hashtag Strava. Hashtag BDD. Hashtag Always in Beta." Hashtag Ace Ice is Big T. Hashtag Robin Blind. Hmm. Hashtag From Narrative to Strippers. <laughs> that was hashtag, it. hashtag 99 Yes, One No Still, still No. <laughs> yep. That's it. 
I we saw did that. It. I, I was laughing so much. Like, <laughs> literally, I was just like, you know what? Even if we don't get thousands of plays, like yeah. some of the more popular po- podcast, it, just like little things like that. Just I'm happy really... that we've inspired a new hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what makes it even better? It's like a me too. Like it's like a feminist. Yeah. We've done this, man. <laughs> 99 yeses and what we could. It's all about consent, man. You can change your mind. We took we took Quagmire's <laughs> fucked up philosophy and turned it into a woke philosophy. <laughs> so um, yeah, so um, again, uh, I messaged uh, uh, Steve from Heroes of Noise because like he's really into music. Then I really wanted to hear his opinion on it. Mm. And on their podcast, he he broke it down really simple. Like I don't know if they, he saw the um, sex stuff that we saw you know, about the used car, but he was just like, you know what? End of the day, if you break it down to the simplest format. One is theft, one is rape or sexual assault. It's very different, and mm-hmm. one is clearly more wrong than the other. Which yeah. that's what I was trying to say. He just said it so much better. That's all I had to say. Yeah, he, he spent like two hours talking about it, and that's all I should have said. He said that's true, though. That's a good said, way. Of he saying. Said yeah, exactly. So much better. Hmm. And then also, um, one is material things. Like mm. fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's stealing, it's stealing. But one material thing, another is. Physically affecting somebody, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Damaging them. Yeah. Right? And LSF also wrote in, it was like, cool, uh, I'm enjoying yours and to, and to Big D's P, uh, point about preparing Cardi to a man stealing bread. Strippers or prostitutes aren't as rich down here as they appear, especially they have a pimp. Pimps make all the money and just mm. buy things for the hoes. If a hoes, uh, if a hoe wants to better herself to get out of the life, they have to do other things to make money, like steal for unconscious dues <laughs> or lie to the pimp about how much money they made, etc. Mm. Yeah, shit is dangerous. However, this still makes me her wrong, in my opinion, because there are other ways to make money than by drugging and stealing. Mm. Also, I would technically consider it rape as well. Rape is taking away someone's power to make decisions before and during sex. If he was unconscious and Cardi B fucked him, that's rape. Even if he was there to fuck, it's similar to a girl poking holes in a condom to get pregnant or something. Or something Cardi said before about if her man cheated on her, she would trick him into a threesome with a trans person. Oh, shit. Like, wow. Fuck. Don't ever date Cardi B. Don't cheat. fuck with her, man. Because, <laughs> boy, you're having a threesome with another man. Jeez. Woo! And he said um, one of his friends uh, dates a stripper and she yeah. does not have money. Yeah. But obviously, she, like I said, I said to him, like, is she on Cardi B's levels? <laughs> He's like, nah. So again, mm. obviously it all depends on what institute you're at and what your location is. So obviously how much money you will potentially make as a stripper. Mm. Um, but that's that was all fun. Um, next week, we're actually going to have a listener on the show. So that's going to be really Ooh, yeah. interesting. Um, but um, if it's who I think you're talking about, I'm looking forward to this episode, man. Yeah. She's got some opinions. Yeah. Is it a she? It's a she. She's got some opinions, bro. Really? I can't wait. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> On Facebook. She's very political, bro. Yeah? Yeah, man. I can't nah, wait. I can't wait. Awesome. You, yeah. you clearly you know more than, more than me. Yeah. Um, but um, I haven't actually had time to do the post yet, so I'm going to like do a... Of uh, a sound advert. Mm. If anyone out there is a comic book artist or a manga book artist, mm. um, she's working on a project and she's looking for someone to work with. Mm. Um, this is not going to be one of them things where you're getting paid with exposure. <laughs> yeah. There's actually going to be some real coin <clears throat> in this venture. So if anyone's out there is a comic book, um, a, I think she's more looking for a manga artist, mm. but manga comic book. If you're an artist and you feel you know you're willing to do. 
uh, work for someone and uh, develop a, a project, mm. um, reach out to us and we'll like forward you on the details. I will create, I'm, you know, I'm going to get T to post a little nice little mm. something so we can post that on our social medias. Um, cause one of the other things that this podcast was for, mm. which I haven't really been doing is like, I wanted to promote in a sense, black people, black products and mm. black businesses and stuff like that. And people have cut the well, world. Black, when I say black, I mean basically anybody that's known white. Yeah. Not that I'm, not that I'm hitting on white people. Like, again, if you're a white person and you're loving what we do mm. and you want us to promote something of yours, yeah. let us know. Like, as long as it's like a, a cause that we believe in kind of thing, mm. we, like, we're here to support everybody. Do you mm. know what I mean? The same way we've had our podcast support us and, you know, promote us on their Facebook feeds and mm. stuff like that. We also want to do that for not just other podcasts, but if you have something mm. that, you know, you want to see bang, like, you know, like my, my, my missus is doing, um, little crowns. Mm. We plug her. We like her little play her, her, um, her little jingle, her little every, jingle time. every time she comes on. Mm. So, you know what I mean? So if there's anybody out there that, you know, don't be shy. Like you don't have to pay us, but obviously if you're making bank, hmm. we're going to be wanting a little percentage. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like, you know, if you want, again, even if there's a movie you want us to review, just send us say, hey guys, I saw this movie, let's hear what you think of it. If we can find a time, we'll check it out. It doesn't have to be just movies. It could be comic book stories, but I'm not going to lie. I slightly read the stuff that Big T sent me to read. It's taken me over a year and I'm probably only halfway through Joe Stark's book. Even, and the thing is, yeah, I love his book. Mm. Like every time I pick out a reader, yeah, mm. I'm just like, oh my God, if I win <laughs> the lottery, I'm taking, I'm, mo- I'm making this to a movie. Mm. Like I'm really enjoying it. It's just that me and Reason just don't seem to yeah. get along as much as I used to when I was a kid. Oh, I know. Y'all used to be so close. Uh, I used to be <laughs> such a book nerd, man. Yeah. I used to read everything and everything. But, um, so yeah, so we're going to have it on the show uh, next week I- to, um, uh, review uh, Hellboy nice. and also to discuss her little venture that she's doing because the little bits that she told me about it I was just like yes yeah. I'm interested let us know nice. and then we can bring you on and you know talk to you on the show so looking forward to, forward to that one um, it's going to be cool because we haven't seen this person in a long time so yeah. it'll, be, it'll be a great experience since school days since school days yeah. um, but other than that I don't think there's much else for me to say actually you know check 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 uh, again, I've been playing Hearthstone, so I've been <laughs> bothering Matt Kirby like a lot. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm his child. I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, how do I do this? Like, what does this part do? What does this monster do? Why does that trap card work? So I've just been bare bugging him like literally yeah. every other day. I'm like, and he always responds, which is nice, but I'm pretty sure he's thinking, this fucking guy, man, go, go use Google or something. Figure, yeah. <laughs> Figure it out yourself. Um, no, but, um, he had an interesting uh, question for you. Um, he's a theory that he would like us to bring up. He's ah. like, what if in Captain Marvel 2, Fury goes to space with her and meets Rocket, who steals his eye, who then later gives it to four years later? Oh, <laughs> that is sick. I like that. I was just like, holy shit. When he said that, I was like, holy shit, that would be amazing. That is pretty cool because in the end of Captain Marvel, they were showing him prosthetic eyes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, what do you think? I do like that. I love it. I like, I like little connections like that. But the only thing is, mm-hmm. is that I always assumed that the eye he had was some kind of space tech because Thor just puts it in his eye and it automatically just syncs up in. and works. So I don't think 80s technology prosthetic eyes would no, be able to do that stuff. when he was in space of Captain Marvel, he oh, got, he got, uh, one. He got it upgraded. 
Good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or maybe she brought him one back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my cat scratched your eye out. Here's an eyeball <laughs> from space. <laughs> Here's one that works. Mm. Like, no, I do like that. That is a nice little connection that I didn't think about. But yeah, that is cool. But, but, uh, okay, we we actually spoke about this earlier today. Mm-hmm. We wasn't sure whether we, we've brought this up on a podcast or not. Yeah, I feel like we have, but if we haven't, let's go over it. But yeah, so even, even so, things have come up since then. So speaking of Nick Fury and Captain Marvel... Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a big theory going around that um, Nick Fury um, is a scroll. Yeah, yeah. Since that movie onwards, what about scrolls? There has been there has been a scroll theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but the theory that I like that I've heard is also explains where the missing scroll went. Because mm-hmm. remember, there was four scrolls. Mm-hmm. One of them was Talos. Two of them died, and one of them ran off and yeah. went missing. So what they're saying is. What the theory says is that this scroll gets back in contact with Nick Fury or Nick Fury tracks down the scroll mm-hmm. and then they start working together. Okay. And Nick Fury is always talking about how he's got eyes everywhere and he sees things. So what if there was two Nick Furies? One regular and one a scroll. But they're working together. But they're working together. Working in cahoots. Working in cahoots. Now, there's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of evidence for this. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like... The fact that he was he was offered prosthetic eyes, mm. but he never we've always known him to have an eye patch. Yeah, and when he lifted up his eye patch in thing, his eye wasn't missing; it was just scratched through. And it was murked. It was murked and shit. So his eye is still there. He wouldn't need a prosthetic eye. Yeah. What if that Nick Fury was the scroll? So he doesn't know what under the eye patch looks like. Look, Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or I'm I'm fucking this up, man. This 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 theory was much better. No, the <laughs> scroll would be the only one to actually know what it looks like under his eye patch. Oh, okay. Everyone else doesn't know, so that's why he could use his eye to scan the thing. But what they're saying is that the reason that is the is the scroll Nick Fury. There have been two, but in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. do you remember um, Nick Fury got shot up by the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and then everyone thought he had died. But then later on in the film, he he uh, he comes back and he's saying, "I didn't actually die. I um, we use Bruce Banner's serum or something to make my heart rate go way down to one beat per minute. Yeah. So it seems like I'm dead. But they're saying, what if Nick Fury did actually die then, mm-hmm. and he's the scroll Nick Fury took over from that moment on, mm-hmm. and so from the end of Winter Soldier onwards." we've had the one Nick scroll fury, fury. Okay. and Nick Fury, the real Nick Fury is actually dead. Okay. He's buried in that grave with the Ezekiel quote over it. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? Um, there was more, there was more examples. Of, oh, Maria Nick Hill Fury. At the end of Infinity War calls him, Nick. calls him Nick a couple of times. And also Captain America called him Nick at some point as well, I think. So the fact that he made a big deal about not, being called Nick, no one calls me Nick, everyone calls me Fury, mm-hmm. but now everyone's calling you Nick, bro, and you don't seem to have a problem with it. So, Ooh. they're saying that could be more evidence that it's a scroll Fury. I kind of like that theory. The only thing I don't like about it is that that means the real Nick Fury is dead. Mm. So, I don't like that. <laughs> I would prefer... And see, that's how they, they kind of mucked it up by making the scrolls seem good. Because I would have liked if maybe like this scroll captured Nick Fury or something mm. and locked him up somewhere. 
so that he could replace him and start infiltrating again? Well, he could, he could still have because he could still have a change of heart or a change of motive. Mm. Remember, he's been left behind. He doesn't know how everything else was, was resolved. True. He might still think that the humans are, in a sense, an enemy, enemy and in, co- yeah. in cahoots with um, the crew. The crew. Yeah. So he's just doing what he thinks he's got to do to survive and, like, help his people. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I do like the idea of Thor having Nick Fury's eye, though. That would change. That's pretty sick. Because it's the same eye as well, isn't it? The, Nick Fury's eye patch is on... Yeah, they're both the left eye. Yeah. Huh? Left eye. <laughs> Alright, that's, that's time of our, our little catch-up. Yeah. Let's head over to the news. Everything seems so much louder today. Have I done something? Yeah. Not that I know of. Yeah, I'm just not going to touch anything. <laughs> All right. News. I'll let you take the lead on this. You want me to get into some news? Yes, please. All right. Um, before we get into comic book news, um, I'm not sure if we spoke about this before. Uh, I haven't got much new I haven't got much information on it, but I just want to bring up again. Forrest Whitaker mm-hmm. is set to play a New York Mafia boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Godfather of Harlem. Um, oh, there's a teaser. Okay, maybe we'll add this to trailers. Okay. Yeah, okay, we'll add that to trailers. We'll come back to that. Um, what else have I got? So, um, uh, what's it called? The Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently has dropped episode one for free on YouTube. Nice. I cannot find it. So I think <laughs> I, <laughs> I've looked. So I think it's only in America. I think it's like regional, you know, some regional video. Yeah, regional lock on it. Um, another way of getting it is to apparently go on CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know if that's an app or it's like a Netflix type, Amazon or thing. I don't have that either. Mm-hmm. So fuck, fuck that. <laughs> I really want to watch this episode though. Yeah. Um, so I've, somebody has sent me a link. So I will be watching this. <laughs> fuck you, Virgin. One, one way or another, I will be watching One way or another, I'm getting it, mate. Virgin, you can't stop me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, that sounds interesting. Now, I, I assumed that this new Twilight Zone show mm-hmm. would be, um, completely new stories, like m- more anthology stories, but it seems like they might be remaking some classic ones because mm-hmm. I, the, the one that got dropped is apparently called The Comedian or something like that, stars Aziz, um, Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. who was in the Lego movie, was in uh, quite a regular on Dan Harmon's podcast for a while. He's quite a funny guy. He's like a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there's quite a lot of people in there. Speaking of him as well, actually, do you know him and Batista have a film coming out? Who? Aziz Nanjiani this, and, and Batista have a film coming out. What's it called? I don't know. I have to remember it. But he's like a, he's like a spy or something, like a secret agent. And Aziz is a taxi driver. It's like collateral, mm-hmm. but comedy. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it is interesting because, um, Batista said that this is, he's felt in this movie, he's been able to act mm-hmm. more than he's been able to because, yeah, he's a spy, he's an action star or whatever, but he's also like, he's got a dad bod. He's, he's like going, going, going <laughs> light in his hair. Do you know what I mean? And the director said, like, no, I want you to look different. 
from you've ever looked. Like, mm-hmm. this is your, your acting in this, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. he's looking forward to that coming out. Anyway, back to Twilight. Apparently, episode two is, um, I can't remember what episode, how high do planes go? 30,000 feet or whatever. The episode is called something like Nightmare at 300,000 feet or 30,000 feet, however high a plane goes, yeah? Mm-hmm. And that's an original, that's an old classic one. If I'm not wrong, that's the one where there's a, there's a monster on the plane of the wing and only one guy can see it. He keeps looking <laughs> out of the wing and he's like, guys, there's a monster on the wing. But whenever anyone looks, like, no one can see it. Yeah. And he starts going crazy and shit and he's on this plane and like, the monster starts fucking shit up and he's like, he's gonna make us crack. Like, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a proper mindfuck thing. So I've it looks that, like they've, I've seen that being done on the in, this, in the Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Simpsons did it. Uh, but yeah, so it sounds like they're actually remaking some classic ones as well. So that could be interesting. Um, have I got anything else for news before we get into comic book news? So, okay. Um, this is kind of anime news, mm-hmm. but John Cho, um, of Harold and Kumar fame and more recently of Searching, the star owner of Searching, he will be the star in Netflix's live action Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, let's get it. So I can see it. I can see that. that that's a, I, I can, a I can see actor, it working. So I'm a fan of the actor. I'm a fan of the show. Would have been nice to see Keanu do it, but nice. he's gotten a bit too old now, even though he is immortal and hasn't aged. Like Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, he's fucking <laughs> he's 50. 50. This is, that's wow. lies. That's fake news. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of anime, uh, live action stuff that's come in, Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. is apparently linked to this live-action Akira movie, and it's finally going ahead. It's finally happening. Who's directing? I have no details. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Didn't click the link. <laughs> <laughs> As we did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's coming. So, I don't know. Do you think he will star in it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Who would even play? No one, no. no. Right. It's cool. You can get a cameo. You can walk past the screen. Yeah, maybe he's directing it. Ooh, okay. That'll be interesting. Um, what else have we got? So, while we're in news, I've got some what the fuck news, unless you want, unless you've got yeah, some news you, you want to drop. You go with your what the fuck news, yeah. I'll go with my stuff. So, okay, uh, let's get into some what the fuck news. So, the first one I've got, this one's just a bit funny. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not funny for him, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone else has liked, laughed, or loved in reaction to this story on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No one has done the shocked em- emoji. No one has done sad or angry. Mm. It's been like, laugh, or love. Mm. Um, and this says that a poacher <laughs> <laughs> was trampled to death by an elephant and then eaten by lions. Mo- the circle, <laughs> of life, circle of life. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what you get. Why would you dare, you fucking poacher? Like, p- apparently, um, police have managed to retrieve the skull, skull of the yeah. poacher. Yeah, I saw that. Most of the man's remains had been destroyed by lions, um, <laughs> but they managed to recover his dismembered head, pants, shoes, and his weapons. Hmm, so, boy, I'm sorry, but what was, what was that book we read? Um, Love... Love, it had Daniel Craig in it. Oh, um, And they said, when you draw a weapon on someone, oh, you give them permission to kill you. 
Oh, that was Vivio's dubs. That was a sick line, though, innit? Yeah, it was. That, that was, was the cool. one thing I took from that book. Yeah. <laughs> that was in college, innit? It was a movie it? as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because Daniel Craig was in the movie, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't remember. That was who we knew. That was the one... I think that was the one thing we saw Daniel Craig in before he was announced as Bond. And we was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How the hell is this guy? Yeah. Enduring Love. Enduring Love, that's <laughs> it, yes. That was a weird book. The book was better than the film, though. Yeah, the book was definitely yeah. better. The film was dry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that poacher got dead. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, and this just keeps happening and it's annoying, man. People need to stop. But people keep going back to old stuff, mm-hmm. like friends. People are cussing out friends since that's been on Netflix, saying it's sexist, racist, misogynist, it homophobic, it transphobic. Is. But that's funny. It is. It, it is all of those things, yeah. but that was allowed to be funny back yeah. in the day. Like, and it still is to me. Um, but so now, now, mm. now someone's gone too far. <laughs> Someone has crossed the line and is targeting my Disney, bruv. Someone is targeting <laughs> Disney, telling me that Disney are not good morals and are not good stories for children to learn. They're telling me things like, like Beauty and the Beast is dangerous. Aladdin is racist. I'm like, what? <laughs> elaborate explain yourself you know show your working so i actually did click on this link (laughs) and i went into a bit detail on this so um this expert okay who who i don't have the name of and i'm not going to give her any credit credit because she's a dickhead um (laughs) no but she she said she's talking about beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. um this is the most dangerous film because the beast always feels on the verge of violence. It also gives the unnerving idea that if a woman uh, perseveres long enough, she can change any angry partner. Now, that's a a good point. Mm -hmm. But... Okay, yeah, that's a good point, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with that one. That's a good point. point. But... And then she goes on to say, at the end, the beast then turns into this blonde-haired white man for another happy ever often, giving the idea um, that now that he's good-looking, he can't possibly be angry or threatening. Which, again, is actually another good point. I should have read this before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do get why why it could be misconstrued differently, though, because it's not like he was he was lashing out he wasn't lashing out at her, though. Nah. Did he ever harm her? Nah. I would have saved her. He saved her. He never really hurt her. Well, speaking of that, she then also goes on to say, um, also told the story, oh yeah, saying that Beauty and the Beast is also a tale of Stockholm Syndrome, whereby Belle eventually develops affection for her captor. Yeah? Yeah, she can see that. So, again, she's entitled to her opinion, I get what she's saying. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like that's the story of... Yeah. The moral of the story. Mm-hmm. The moral of the story is don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't... Don't judge people based on how they look. Don't yeah. judge people ba- like, based... Based people on the... the know, uh, on their character more than them. And that's yeah. what this is. Beast is some big beast man. Do you know what I'm saying? He's a big scary guy at first. But once you get to know him, you realise he's... N- there's, do you know what I'm saying? There's, there's reason. Good there's good inside of him, yeah. And he's not, he's not violent. He's not threatening. He's defensive. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. He he acted that way, as like a, as like a, 
a defense mechanism. It was a preemptive strike. In his mind, I'm a beast. No one's going to love me. Everyone's going to reject me and dismiss me. So I might as well act like a beast and give them reason to reject me and dismiss me. At least, I, at least I'm in control of it then. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If people come and I try and act nice to them and they still run away in fear, I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I might as well roar at them. So when they run away, I'm like, yeah, that was a good roar. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? That's what the moral of that story is. But again, I can see where she's coming from, and that is actually she's fairly so good point. She's got some I good points. Say it's dangerous. I wouldn't say it's dangerous, no, because like, but then saying that there are a lot of women who who stick by violent men, and do you know what I mean, and men that like abuse them and shit, and yeah. they think they can change. And I've seen women that will break up and then go back to them, and break yeah. up and then go back to them, and then break up and go back we'll to them, and then have. yeah, exactly. And then like. Bro, look at that film. What was that film, man? Oh, I can't remember what it was, but it's based on a true story. It weren't Honey Trap. It was like the opposite of the Honey Trap film where like this woman got with this guy and it was all lovey-dovey at first. And then he started getting jealous. Like, oh, why is this man texting you? Why is that? Texting you? And in the end, he fucking killed her. Like he stamped her out in her bedroom, grabbed grabbed the um um like washing line and started jabbing her with that shit. Then their little kid walked in, yeah. witnessed what he was doing. And he had the frame of mind to stop, go and pick up the little kid, take her back to bed, put her to bed, tuck her in, no. and then went back and stumped out the woman a bit more. Do you know what I'm saying? Men are fucked up. Yeah, so definitely. that is a good point. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, hopefully it's not Disney's fault that <laughs> that, situation that, that, that situation occurred. But uh, do you know what I'm saying? You can read into things differently. Then, okay, so let's move on to the next one. Um, cause this one's a bit easier to debunk. <laughs> she goes on to say, Aladdin's racist. Why yeah, because apparently, and I, I, I'm gonna have to watch Aladdin again. <laughs> but apparently, all the good characters are pale skinned, such as Jasmine and Aladdin, who I'm pretty sure were dark skinned. I don't know, dark, dark, not though. dark skinned, but they weren't pale. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, such as Jasmine and Aladdin. But the baddies are all dark skinned. But I've looked at a picture, and they all look the same skin tone. There's no difference. Is there a difference? Would you say any of those are pale compared to the other ones? No, nah, not really. No. They're ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. But I wouldn't say Aladdin's a white guy. No way. Definitely wouldn't say Jasmine's a white girl. Yeah. I don't get that. That's a weird one. I don't get that one. I don't see <laughs> it. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that's a weird one. Yeah. I mean, what's the word? What's she got to say about Genie then? Genie's a good guy. He's blue. Wow. Where does that come into your racist theory? One of the bad guys was a parrot. <laughs> he was red and blue. <laughs> Fucking it's all in an apartment. Um, anyway, what was next? All right. She then attacks Snow White. Now, this was, I think, one of the first Disney, um, if not the first Dis- full-length Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she, <laughs> this one's a bit funny one. She said... Um, uh, you know, okay, Snow White. She said it presents an unrealistic expectation for young girls. After all, she's skinny and lives in a house with seven blokes. Seriously, there might be something, uh, yeah, the person says, seriously, there might be something in an argument that a lot of Disney films involve a helpless woman being swept off her feet by a male savior. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also an issue of consent in Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She, <laughs> she's taking a piss, isn't it? She's, she's got good points, but she's taking a piss. 
After all, the titular character gets rescued in the end by a kiss that happens without explicit consent. Uh, because she's asleep. She's asleep. He kisses her to save her. So I'm sorry, yeah? I'm sorry. If someone, if a woman's choking and I give her mouth to mouth and that brings her back to life, uh, is that, have I done that without consent? Yes, you that, have. But did I not save your life? <laughs> if, if, I'm sorry, yeah? If you're a choke and I give you mouth to mouth and you come back alive and then you tell me, uh, excuse me, I did not give you consent to touch me. And I would say, bitch, I would shove the thing back in her throat. I would shove it back in her throat and put her back and say, all right, I'm sorry. You didn't consent to me <laughs> saving your life. Oh shit, that's jokes. <laughs> that's dumb. But yeah, so again, I, I get she made a couple of good points. I think she's just, she's reaching, she's reaching in some things though. Um, oh, and again, it, not to beauty. No, no, hold on, sorry, sorry. Oh. Sleeping Beauty also mm-hmm. helps to normalize men's sense of entitlement over women's bodies. How'd she get that one? Because Sleeping Beauty is asleep, and the man feels like, just feels like he has the right to come up and kiss her. Was Bro, that, he was told he had to to save her life. Yeah, wasn't that like the part of the legend? Yeah, he, True Love's first kiss was. A, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That one's a bit <laughs> bullshit. Anyway, she she goes on to end it on a positive note because she says um, that Disney have changed its ways since the past and looking at movies like Frozen, women, the the love interest of a woman and women empowerment is been shown a lot more in a positive way. I was was about to say, Mm. not to excuse some of the things that happened in the past year, Mm. but there was a different mindset. yeah? Yeah. A lot of things were different. Yeah. Like, for example, for example, racism. Some of the things that were done in the past based on racism was based on a lack of knowledge mm. of people of a different color. Mm. Yeah. Nowadays we don't. Well, we try. It's fear not, of the unknown. We try not to treat people of different colors of, mm. uh, in, in certain ways. We don't have segregated uh, uh, people of colors toilets and so mm. that we've come a long way. We still have men and women's toilets we though. Still have men and women's Segregation toilets right there. I think that's, that's a very necessary. Yeah. Um, especially when people are at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And again, like, not that there's, I wouldn't say there's a rape coach out there, but it, it would, I think the things would change if, you know, men and women were using the same facilities. It, yeah. It, would raise it wouldn't some, be good. It would raise some concerns. I, I wouldn't want to. It's asking for trouble. Yeah. In my opinion, it's asking for trouble. Not victim blaming, not victim blaming. I'm just, I'm just saying just, that the toilet, let's keep that separate. Mm. Y'all have your nice, nice smelling clean toilet and we'll have our nasty, <laughs> we'll just keep things the way it is. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of, uh, <laughs> this is the worst segue I've ever done. <laughs> but speaking of men and female parts, yeah. Mm. So Pepperoni have been going going around doing this kind of advertisement, kind of, I don't know what the point of it is, Mm -hmm. but he's been going around covering up manhole covers Mm -hmm. with something that says Pepperoni hashtag lady hole. Mm -hmm. So they're saying it's it's, it's back to that whole like... um, girls toys and all that shit again do you know what I'm saying like do you know, I can't remember what, no it wasn't the girls toys thing but it was something 
Oh, no, it was man-sized tissues. Do you remember man-sized tissues? Mm-hmm. And then I was saying, my daughter asked, why are they man-sized tissues? Can't women use man-sized tissues? Yes, you fucking can, you dunce. It's just man-sized. <laughs> no one said it's just for men. Then people came out. Do you remember all the memes after that? What about Manchester United? Are only men allowed to go to Manchester? Yeah. Are only men allowed to... It's like, no, relax. So this whole lady whole thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's serious. Because the idea of a pepperami, which looks like a dick, <laughs> running around covering something with hashtag lady hole, mm. which sounds like a pussy, like it must, there must be some kind of joke there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this can't be serious, surely. Surely there's another. Surely there's. <laughs> no, I'm trying I, to yeah, say. Yeah, surely there's mean. another thing you can put your time towards. Like there's another. Something more worthy of your time. <laughs> I don't think anyone was complaining that manholes were called manholes. I don't think there was. And if anyone is, yeah, if anyone is taking this seriously, let me just say, this was a comment that someone put on this. What does lady hole stand for then? Because apparently manhole mm. isn't a hole for men to go into. Mm. It stands for maintenance hole. Yeah. It's short for that. People see sexism just because of a name. Yeah. Mm. We can only hope that now you're woke, you join in the rest of going broke. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, it is an unfortunate name. That just tickled my fancy. I just thought that was really funny. Um, and I think I'm done for news until we get into comic book news. Yep. Do you have anything you want to bring up? You said uh, you've got some fucking news. So I had two fucking news. Mm. Um, so there was an Italian footballer yeah. that was retiring. And on during the game... He had like hired people to stage a kidnapping. Oh yeah! During the game, so a helicopter <laughs> flew to the pitch. Yeah, with like people pretending to be have like guns and shit. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and, and, oh, and shit. with balaclavas, the opposition team thought it was Surprise, real. Yeah, <laughs> it was real. So they all like hid behind the um, south benches oh, and shook up. <laughs> and yeah. um, it was all just a prank to like. And that was his retirement. Oh, like, that is jokes. That is a way to go out. Like, that, that is a way to go out. Epic way to go out. Um, that is legit how I'm quitting my next job. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. Stage of kidnapping. Stage of kidnapping. <laughs> so jokes. Um, the other little bit of news, mm. um, not really controversial in a sense. Um, Gordon Strachan is, um, people are calling for him to get sacked because he went on a debate show mm. and basically said that if Adam Johnson, uh, a footballer that was convicted of um I don't know what the actual name of the conviction but basically being a paedophile yeah um faces abuse from fans should it not be treated in the same way that they're trying to stamp out the racist people from uh shouting out racist stuff at, at football matches no um, and I would also agree no mm. but at the same time he does bring a valid point in terms of in a sense no one should be shouting out abuse at a football game because People are there to enjoy the game. Kids are at these, kids go to four matches and they shouldn't necessarily be exposed to such, um. A person. He, sh- he shouldn't be there. He's the problem. Everything you just said, yeah, made it sound like you was about to say he shouldn't be there. There are children there. Like he's a, he's a, he's a, what was it, what's it called? Convicted pedophile. Like it's, it's fact. That's what he is. And I'm sorry, comparing it to racism. Is, is wrong. Yeah, that's definitely a no-no. Because although you can get arrested for both being black and for being a pedo, mm. it's not the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, being black, that's not your choice. You were born... That like, that's, has no 
say on the type of person you are, what yeah. type of stuff you're into and shit like that. Being a pedo says everything you need to know about that person. See, like, the only thing is, like, I can't, he shouldn't have I, been, he shouldn't I, have I, got I, his job back. He shouldn't have got his job I, back. I, I don't think he has got his job back, but I just, I just He's saying if he does get back yeah, if he does get and back, people shout work, abuse, yeah. you deserve it. You did it to yourself. Don't touch them kids, bro. Like, if you come back, and, and people start shouting out, like singing some song about, he's a pedo, he's a, oh, you know how football, I love football yeah, hooligans, yeah. man. They make a song out of anything. Yeah. So if they're singing the pedo song at him, and then he wants to have, he wants to chat, nah, mate, like, quit, retire, get the fuck, yeah, like, don't play football. you ain't got no leg to stand on. Shouting out monkey noises and throwing bananas at players, yeah. that is a whole different thing to being angry that a pedophile is on pitch right now. Mm. There's a whole different thing. Yeah. The only thing I'll, I'll say is that, like, I don't remember the story too tough yet. Yeah. I, I do think the girl lied about her age. Yeah. If that's the case, oh, she lied about her age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she was still underage. Yeah. Okay. All right. But she lied about her uh, age. I thought you meant she lied about what actually no, happened no, no, and he didn't, didn't do anything. Happen, no, no, so he definitely did something. He definitely did something. All right. There then. Shit. Fuck you. <laughs> you get the fuck out of my pitch. Like, you ain't got nothing to. She lied about her age. <laughs> well, again, that's why I, I brief how I remember the story to be in. Mm. Um, but that was, that was pretty much what I wanted to bring up. So we can move on to. I've got one more thing, okay, actually, before we get into. I thought you were going to bring this up as well, but it's not really fuck it news. So I don't know why I put it here. Mm. But, uh, the Matrix thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, mm. why did I forget that? Mm. How did you forget that of all people? I, I, Mr. I, I, I met Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> I've, I met Morpheus. <laughs> I met Morpheus. That's funny, because, again, shout out to <laughs> Seth, because I think Seth knows from listening to us, our show that I absolutely adore the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. So he sent me this little article, and I actually read it, and I was like, holy shit, like, mm. that's amazing. Mm. So the iconic greens... Um, Ones and zeros. Matrix one. code, yeah. Well, it wasn't ones and zeros. It was actually it's a all Chinese, kinds of symbols. Chinese re- recipe. See, I I noticed back in the day that mm. it wasn't just ones and zeros. There was a lot of like Chinese looking symbols and all these weird things. I did notice that, but I didn't know it meant anything. I just thought it was like just random. Like someone just went. No one will care. Just typed all the keys. Like no one care. But apparently. There was some sense behind it. Yeah. Um, the text was inspired by, by sushi recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, but its creator won't tell you which recipes and what they are. Um, I've recently, um, got back in contact with someone. I've been talking to someone who actually works in a sushi restaurant mm-hmm. up in, up in London. So I've put her on the case. I've told her about this. I said, look, you need to go find out, find out the sushi recipes <laughs> and let us know which ones are from the matrix. Like she has the key. She can unlock the matrix, bruv. Just from working in a sushi restaurant. Mm. She might be the one. You know? The one could be a woman. Yeah, it doesn't have it to be, be a man, you know? Be. It could be. Aren't the Wachowski sisters thinking about doing a reboot? <laughs> the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do... No, oh, shit, that sounded rude. I'm sorry. But seriously, though... Trust me, I didn't want to see Wachowski brothers, but I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah, it's just weird. It's okay, weird. okay, the Wachowski sisters... Really it's weird that they're both sisters now. Yeah! Because I remember first they were brothers, then they became the Wachowski siblings, because one of them became a woman, but one was still a man. Oh, is it? Yeah, and now they're the Wachowski sisters. Oh, I don't, again, I that don't, was a true transition. And that, that added a lot of fuel to the fire of speculation that the Matrix is actually a transgender metaphor. Oh, shit, hold on. Did you see, mm. sorry, I just see something on Facebook here. Yeah. Have you seen a video about a fan that, um, Tackle Shawn Michaels. Yes. Or is it Bret Hart? Is it Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Uh, Shawn Michaels. 
don't know. I don't. I'm not interested in that hard. But it was Bret Hart. It was Bret Hart. Bret Hart. That was. Oh it, yeah. my god. Yeah, that god. was mad. He got fucked <laughs> up. Yes, he, I, he is got fucked. What kind of man? <laughs> okay, goes to a wrestling Hall of Fame announcement and attacks in the ring. The man who everyone's here was—I'm sure he was the one who everyone was here to honor, wasn't he? I, I don't. Or he know was he talking was. about whatever. You don't tackle a legend in the middle <laughs> of the Hall of Fame ceremony. You're going to die. I'm surprised he's not dead. Like the way there was one guy in particular, two guys actually. One of them was dressed in this like red, like sparkly stuff. He ran into the ring and. As everyone was trying to pull him out of the ring, pull the, the, the attacker. Yeah, watch. So everyone jumps on him, yeah? Yeah. People start throwing bangs left, right. But where is he? He's coming. Where is he? One sec. I'm sure he's in some sparkly red thing. Wait, where is he? <laughs> he's going to turn up any second. Yeah. No, here, the yellow, actually. He's yellow. The sparkly yeah. yellow. He starts fucking him <laughs> up, <laughs> dropping punches. It's... Then everyone else is trying to pull the, the guy out the ring. Yeah. Cause... He's holding on to him. Yeah, banging. Banging him, banging him, banging him. Eventually, they manage to get off him, yeah? yeah? And then I think it's later on the guy in red turns up. And, and he's just him. walking, and it's bang, uppercuts him. <laughs> yeah, he and he him. goes down. He drops him. I didn't clock that at first. I, I just noticed he kept, he fell down. And I was like, what happened there? What was that? One bang. just, Sweet. And he does it so casual as well. He's just walking alongside him, like nine, 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 just goes out, bam. And then just steps aside. There's a second camera angle where you see it. I haven't off. seen the bang, yeah, but I camera. see him step aside. And then he just stands there like he didn't do anything. Yeah, second camera, you see it. I want to see that. It's just a boom. Surprise, motherfucker. We've been getting some good use out of that. What was he thinking? Yes. What was he thinking? (laughs) It did remind me a bit of a Trump rally, though. The way he was just getting fucked up. Like, it's like as they were escorting him out, everyone was getting a turn. Everyone was dropping the elbow or a thing. I like the fans. The fans were like, fuck Fuck him him up. up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that was crazy. That was nuts. That was actually really crazy, man. Hmm. Damn, damn, damn. Pretty jokes, Woo. though. All right, let's get into comment news. All right. Cue the music. Wish to crush over ever. What you got? Okay, for me? comic book oh, news. No. <laughs> what you got for me? It's comic <laughs> news. <laughs> That's what he's done. Sorry. Finished? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Comment but news. So, couple things. Uh, oh, I think I've got two things. Oh, Literally yeah, so. a couple. Yes. Um, so, first thing, both DC as well, which yeah. is a shame because we're about to, and later on, we're about to talk about how well DC's doing, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you just made a face, but so I don't know. Yeah. But in my opinion, DC are, are on track now. They've they've course corrected. They've changed up their tactics, and I'm I'm actually feeling what they're doing at the moment. I am. I well. can't. I I, I don't. Wish they did this five I ago. I remember feeling like this. It's a nice feeling <laughs> having faith in DC and Warner <laughs> Brothers. I feel weird. I feel dirty a little bit, but it feels good. I wish they'd done good. this like six, seven years ago. They should they have never, started. never the way copied they start, Marvel. It's the way they started with Wonder Woman, I mean, the Wonder Woman film, that's why they should have started. Yeah. Everyone should have got a solo movie. Everyone. And then you do Shazam. And I, I, you know, we'll get into Shazam. We'll get into Shazam anyway. But 
So, the Flash movie. <laughs> Considering Flash is known for being fast, this has been the slowest <laughs> production in known to mankind. I think the only thing worse off than the Flash movie is the Cyborg movie. But I think we spoke about yeah, that. Like, I I, even we did, that's, that's, that's dead. That's that done. Is, that's gone. The guy's gone and the film's done. Yeah, not happening. Not happening. Now, it may be the same for the Flash. So Ezra Miller is reportedly done with the Flash. With the Flash, now he's gone. Mm-hmm. He's joined Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Who we'll talk about Henry Cavill. We'll talk about Henry Cavill. I I was I was vexed for him. And, uh, if I was him, I'd be like, yo, I'll be calling my agent and be like, yeah. what the fuck is going right, on? You fucked up. Like, You're telling me we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so Warner Brothers are looking to recast the role. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> but you're black. <laughs> black people are fast. Exactly. It'll work. I'll do it. <laughs> Give me a personal trainer for six months. <laughs> I'll be good to go. Yes. Um. So yeah. So apparently that's it. I mean, we had heard recently that Ezra Miller was writing a script himself. Mm-hmm. That was apparently a last ditch effort for Ezra Miller to try and get this film made. Mm-hmm. But even after that, the script's not up to scratch. Everything's just not up to scratch. Mm-hmm. So he's throwing in the towel. Now, <laughs> this could be a good thing in terms of the new tactics that DC and Warner Brothers are taking. And I'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Because also, my other bit of DC um, comic book news mm-hmm. is that Suicide Squad, or The Suicide Squad as it's now the known, um, Idris Elba is still in it. Yep. But he is not playing Deadshot anymore. Mm-hmm. Deadshot as a character has been completely removed, mm-hmm. and he will be uh, set to be playing a new character uh, who I don't have any details of See, who that might be yet. I think, yeah, based on what we saw from Fast and Furious, yeah, yeah, that he might be playing Bronze Tiger. Ooh, so that's the that could be good. Michael J. White played in um, in Green Arrow. Yeah, like, I thought that was sick. That could be good. So I I wouldn't mind seeing him just being a Bronze Tiger. Hmm. I think you'll see him. That's a good shout. Yeah, that could work. It could work. <coughs> yeah, it could work. Um, so, the reason I'm saying recasting Flash might be a good thing, mm-hmm. as well as what they're doing with the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. as well as Wonder Woman 84, which is a sequel to Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. apparently has been described as not necessarily a direct sequel. Okay. It's not as they've compared it more to James Bond and Indiana Jones okay. in that each movie will just be a separate adventure okay. with a whole different aesthetics, whole different location, time period. This is set in the eighties, obviously 84. Mm-hmm. Um, so but what I was going to say as well, so whatever, not everyone was a fan of him as the flash. True. So maybe casting someone else would be even a bonus. True. There's that as well. But I also think, that DC are doing good to distance themselves from everything that's come in the DCEU era. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. So even Wonder Woman sequel isn't going to directly address anything that happened necessarily in the first one. Yeah, It's just a fresh new adventure. Mm-hmm. It's still starring Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. or Gadot, whatever her name is, but it's not necessarily a sequel. Mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad, again, James Gunn has said, we're not going out of our way to reference the first one. We're just making our own story. And I think this is great because you look at this, you look at Shazam, which was heavily tied. We'll get to that, actually. I don't want to say any spoilers. We'll get to that uh, in our review. But look at what they did with Shazam. Mm. Um, Aquaman, again, 
he was in the Justice League. Jason Momoa, he is part of the thing. But that movie itself didn't really have any reference very, to any other movies. It, it it mentioned things, yeah. but it didn't need, like, Henry Cavill didn't turn up for a cameo. Do you know what I'm saying? It didn't yeah. need that. You got this Joker movie that's coming. Again, we'll get to that with a trailer. But I'm getting the feeling, or what I think would be a good idea for DC, is to make anthology movies. In the way love, death and robots. One shots. One shots. Do you know what I'm saying? Elseworld stories as well. Elseworld stories. Just, uh, anthology. That's what I'm saying. Their universe could be a multiverse. Mm. And someone pointed out, and I think it's actually a good point, but Marvel might be about to fix this, but someone pointed out, actually, in making a cinematic universe, you'd think, oh, that means you can expand and it's expansive. But in fact, you're actually limiting yourself by getting over this cinematic universe, mm. Warner Brothers have now opened up their options far beyond what it was when they was trying to do this cinematic universe. Mm. Look at this Joker movie they're making. They couldn't have made that when they were in their DC cinematic universe no. mi- mindset. They, that would not have been made. Shazam would have probably been completely different. Mm. Yeah? So do you think... All right, well, I know we're going to get to but do you think we're still going to get Black Adam? Cause yes, because this is what I'm saying, yeah? You can have movies that are connected. Mm. You can have Aquaman. You can have Jason Momoa in Aquaman. You can have him turn up in someone else's movie. But then what you could also do is have another movie where Aquaman turns up and it doesn't necessarily need to be Jason Momoa. It could be a different actor. As long as you know that's Aquaman, you can, you can, as an audience, they need to have more trust in the audience. As an audience, look at how the animated movies do it. Yeah. You watch one DC animated movie. And then you watch another. They're not necessarily following the same storyline. Yeah, it could true. be in a different, but you know, that's Batman. That's Green Lantern. <laughs> that's Aquaman. Yeah. You don't need to know that's the same Aquaman that had the same backstory as the Aquaman from the other animated. Yeah. It's just like, fuck it. That's Aquaman. Yeah. That's what DC need to get to. They need to get to a point where they can make a movie and say, there's Batman and then make a Justice League movie and Batman can be played by someone else. And you just know, okay, that's Batman. Like, it doesn't need to be the same actor. Like James Bond. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know who James Bond is, even if Idris Alba turns out to be James Bond. Even though he's black, we know it's James Bond. <laughs> whether it's Daniel Craig, whether it's whoever, we know who James Bond is. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think, I, I like this idea of DC getting There's into too anthologies. There's stuff that I want to put in now, but have you heard like, now people are saying they want um, is it Zachary Levi to be James Bond now. Okay. No, I don't like that. <laughs> don't like that at all. No. No good shout now. Okay, cool. Um but as far as I'm aware, mm-hmm. I think that's comic book news. Yeah. We're ready to get into some trailers. Let's do it. We're gonna pause and get set up. So have a quick pause. <sighs> Yes, yes, yes. Trailers. Trailers. First one we're going to watch is Godfather of Harlem. Yeah. My man. What you coming for? Harlem's mine. Times have changed. I have it. Let's go. Let's go. Make it go. Go. We must fight. Fight whatever means necessary. Oh, God. I've been on the street for 30 years. And I'm still here. 
Those are some old school gangsters. Mm. I didn't look like it was a movie though. No, it's like a TV show. Yeah, season one. Okay, yeah, so it is a TV, TV show. show. Interesting. Based on a real guy. Mm, mm. Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. Bumpy Johnson. I'm assuming that's him. Yes. Yeah, that seems good. I'll watch anything with Forrest Whitaker. He's a great actor. It also looked like it had um, Vincent D'Onofrio in it. I think it does. He's a great actor as well. So I would watch anything. <laughs> Anything with those two. Alright, the next one I want to watch is the Joker teaser trailer. <sighs> so happy. <laughs> this isn't it. This is another trailer though. This isn't it's one I was talking about, but this is another spy movie with Batista in it. Have you seen this? Okay. You might like this. It looks like I like it, Yeah. It's got Mr. Chow. Mr. You have jelly all over your face. Is it too late to homeschool me? Are you CIA? She has a camera, she might be streaming. We can cut a deal. I want you to teach me how to be a spy. This is a one-time arrangement. Never again. So what's first? Shooting range, obstacle course? Or how to walk away from an explosion? The ultimate tell, slightest blink of an eye. Like this? DJ, I admire all of your tattoos. <laughs> Just take it a bit. Seems that you've never taken steroids. Damn, she's good. I just like a fun movie. What is he doing? This looks like the wedding at the end of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> My, My spy. spy. I had a lot of fun. I'm mm. gonna check it out. Arthur, I like Batista. Does it help to have mm. someone to talk to? Alright, here we go. <sighs> That face, man. I don't understand why you're loving this so much. I don't understand how you're not. Always tells me. I'm gonna watch it, obviously. Obviously. Honestly, for me, this has potential to be the best DC movie. She told me I had a purpose. I'm feeling this so much. This is this is this is what I'm saying, yeah. I much prefer character-based. Do you know what I mean? A character study, but rather than. I don't know how to explain it. I'll get to it. Once we've watched it, I've got a lot to say about this. This music. I love this music choice. Zazzy Beats. He just looks like the Joker. Even without the makeup, he looks like the Joker. This scene with the elevator and the man's wilding out. Man from Atlanta's in it. He's in everything nowadays. Yeah, he's doing good for himself. I like that. I love that laugh. I love this. Yeah, I like this. And he forces himself to smile. But <laughs> and he's starting to lose it. More people f- here to fuck him up. Freak. <laughs> this fool. I love this music, bro. Yeah, but matched up. Ah, oh, this. Falling down, got a gun, looking bare skinny. He lost a lot of weight for this film. That bit when he comes up with the one red nose on just looks so creepy. That, the shot of him dancing in his pants in the toilet, yeah. Let me know this movie's gonna be amazing. That shot did it. This movie's gonna be art, bruv. This isn't gonna be. 
don't know how to, this is going to be so far beyond any comic book movie we've had. This is a movie. This isn't a comic book movie. This is a movie. It's like, it, it's giving me taxi driver vibes. It, it, it's been compared to the king of comedy. Do you know what I'm saying? It, it's this. Todd Phillips is directing this. Originally, Martin Scorsese was involved in this. Do you know what I mean? That's why it clearly has a Scorsese influence over it. Mm-hmm. Bruv, this movie is going to be the best movie DC have ever made. I'm telling you this right now. Okay. In my, well, in I'm, my I'm, opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm in my opinion. Answer. I'm going to give you a chance, obviously, but... This movie mm-hmm. could win an Oscar. This looks like an Oscar yeah, contender. Oscar do you know what I'm saying? Movie. That means that Joker, yeah... If if he wins if he wins best actor for playing this role, Heath Ledger won best supporting actor for playing the Joker. That means Joker's won two Oscars. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing, bro. I'm not ready for this yet. Don't click on this yet. I've yeah, got a lot no, to say. No, all right. Really. So, um, all right. Let me just find my notes and then I'll break this down. So, in the beginning, first shot we see is a shot of the of the city of Gotham. Yeah. Yep. Looked a lot like the Gotham from the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it looked like yeah. that type of setting, like more realistic looking, less gothic, more kind of real. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman he's talking to, her name tag says Deborah Kane. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying Kane could be a reference to Bob Kane, who was one of the creators of Batman. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying it could be a reference to Bat, uh, Batwoman, whose mm-hmm. surname is Kane. So there's a lot of speculation about that. Something like that, yeah. I just think it's just a, it, it could be a reference. I don't think it's going to lead to anything. I don't yeah. think it's, it's, it's just a, it could just be a little nod. Um, cause we get a lot of them throughout this trailer. Mm-hmm. She says, do you think it would help? Does it help to have someone to talk to? Do you think that could be a Harlequin hint? Do you think, cause she was his therapist? Do you think yeah. someone might connect him to a therapist named Harleen Quinzel? And that could be something, because I originally assumed that maybe Zazie Beats was going to, could be Harley Quinn because she was meant to be his love interest. Yeah. But apparently that's not the case. She's like a single mother who, that she's got a whole separate, uh, she's a new character basically. Okay. Um, all right. I just want to bring up a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, him bathing his mother, mm-hmm. uh, is a bit weird. Um, but he's taking, care of her, he's taking care of her. So clearly she either has some kind of physical problem that he needs to look after her mm-hmm. or she's got a mental problem as well. And yeah. he's taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he needs to bathe her, do you know what I mean, could either show a, how much she needs someone to help her yeah. or B how inappropriate their relationship is. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe that like they're both a, a bit mentally, Disturbed. disturbed and they've got this loving relationship but they don't realize it's a bit weird mm-hmm. but to them that's their relationship I just think you know she I mean? had mental illness and she dies and that's what pushes them over yes here. that's what i'm saying as well i think she's gonna die but yeah. do you think he could be the one that kills her mm-hmm. because in that quick shot of him bathing her mm-hmm. he's being really playful mm-hmm. and that's one of the few times in the trailer we see him genuinely smiling and laughing mm-hmm. but when he's bathing her he's like pouring the water over her face yeah. And she's like laughing it off, but then you see him like going back, and it seems like he does it a few times, like he's being playful, but maybe going a bit too far with it. Could he do something like that, like of mice and men style, and end up killing his own mum? Yeah. 
Can't because in the scene where they're dancing as well again he's like he seems to be really playful with her mm. but she seems quite frail and weak and like she can't keep up with his movements mm. so maybe he's trying to be playful with her and make her enjoy herself but he doesn't realise he's taking it too far and could end up hurting her because of it yeah he may be the one that ends up killing her that would be an interesting like mm. the one thing I'm worried about well, I'm not worried. I have faith in this, but one concern a lot of people have had is they don't want Joker to be a sympathetic villain. And I don't see it as they're building him up to be a sympathetic villain. I see it as they're building it up to make his fall even greater. If he starts off as this nice guy who's looking after his mom and falling in love with Zazie Beats and just wants to do what's right and put a smile on everyone's face and, and then everyone fucks with him to the point where he's just like, do you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck being nice. I'm going to be the Joker. To turn from a nice guy into the Joker who is the fucking worst villain there has been. Name me a villain more twisted than the Joker. That's what I mean. Not the worst as in like, I'm saying twisted. Like there might be villains like Thanos obviously is more powerful yeah. than him and he's wiped out half the universe. Joker ain't, ain't done that. But in terms of his mind and how he fucks with shit and how fucked up he is, I think Joker's the worst. Mm, no, I guess Um... Let me just bring up a few things that I wanted to say specifically. So again, yeah, I think he could be the one that kills his mum. And once she's gone, she seemed to be the only thing holding him together. Mm. Once she's gone, he might then start to put pressure on Zazie Beats's character a bit more to try and get into her life more. Because he's like, I've lost my mum. She was what's keeping me together. The only other person that I care about is this woman. Mm. and maybe she doesn't have the same feelings for him maybe she's friend zoned him but he's like now that my mum's gone like I need someone here to help me hold it together but he can't he don't want to tell her he's got mental health problems do you know what I mean he's trying to maybe hide that from her and the more he tries to hide it the more it starts coming out mm. I think he's going to kill her as well <laughs> I think that scene at the end when we get the full on reveal of him in a Joker outfit and he's got flowers I think he's going to see her and I think he's going to kill her because the, it, when he's, when he's Arthur Fleck and he's going to be like, Oh, we should be together. Da, da, and she's like, Oh no. She, like, I don't think she's going to be rudely dismissive of him. Mm. She may be. And that might be what fucks with him as well. But even if she's just like, no, we're just friends. Like da, 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 da. by the time he becomes the Joker, there's one line he says as well. Okay. Let me, let me, let me say this as well. He says, yeah, there's a couple of lines. He says, my mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. Yeah. And we see throughout this trailer, Arthur Fleck is not a happy person. Yeah. He's, when he's talking to his therapist or whoever that woman was, the, the social worker, sorry. And she says, would it help talking to someone? You can see his face is like, str but then he puts on a little bit of a fake smile for her. Mm -hmm. All the smiles we see from him in this are fake. He forces himself to smile when looking in the mirror. Yeah. When he's at the comedy club, that joker laugh he does, a lot of people said, no, nah, it sounds forced. I think that's the point. Yeah. I think he can't laugh. He can't smile. He's not a happy person. So he's going places like comedy clubs, being a clown. He's trying to do all these things to do what his mum always told him. Put on a happy face. Yeah. He feels like no matter how tragic your life gets, be smile, be happy with people. Yeah. Mm. Which leads me to the next thing. Uh, another thing he said, where he said, um, well, actually, first, I think that's a brilliant take on a Joker, by the way. Mm -hmm. The fact that he can't not, he's not this crazy guy that laughs everything as well. He can't smile. 
He can't laugh. He's so depressed. And that is maybe what brings him to draw the smile on his face. Because even in that final shot where you see the Joker reveal and you've got a big smile, he still looks sad. You can see his sadness through the clown makeup. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is amazing. He's got this, he looks like he's frowning. Anyway, um, another thing he says is, uh, my mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. She told me that I had a purpose. And at first I was like, oh, I hope they're not bringing in some prophecy or <laughs> I have a purpose to the Joker. But he says, she told me I always had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. Yeah. So, and then you see him being the clown, spinning the spinner thing, um, which also I think there was a lot of double meanings in this trailer. Mm. He was holding a sign that said, everything must go. Obviously meaning that the shop he's advertising yeah. is have a sale on, everything must go. But it also could mean he's going to lose everything in this movie. Everything mm. must go. By the end of this, he's going to have no one and nothing left. Yeah? yeah. Also, when it said this fall, meaning this autumn, but they specifically chose the words this fall because this is the fall of a man. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, they're not just saying, oh, come this autumn, watch this film. It's the fall of, I just think it was amazing. All these double meanings and this trailer was so well thought out. Um, so yeah, he's saying that my purpose is to bring joy and laughter to the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. But then people keep fucking with him and beating him up. <laughs> and he says, um, is it me or is it getting crazier out there? Mm -hmm. um, and we see all of this stuff. Like we see him at Arkham. I thought that was a nice touch. Arkham State Hospital instead of Arkham Asylum. Mm -hmm. The fact that they're in Gotham. Thomas Wayne's there. I wasn't sure how deep they was going to keep it in, in comic book um, settings, but they did. Um, but the one line uh, that made me think I know where this movie's going Um where is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right, towards the end. Bearing in mind everything he's just said about his what his mum always tells him, putting on a happy face, bringing joy and, joy and laughter to everyone. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, he says, I thought my life was a tragedy, but I now realise it's a comedy. Mm -hmm. So I think the reason he comes to this realisation, yeah, is because A, he's fucked up in the head anyway, but I think he takes, he learns the wrong lesson. Mm -hmm. His mom always told him, your purpose is to bring joy and happiness to people. So he tries to bring joy and happiness to people, yeah. but people don't respond to his, to his form of that the right way. When he's the clown spinning a sign, he gets beaten up. Yeah. When he tries to do stand up comedy, it sounds like he's going to flop. He's going to choke on stage. So every time he tries to bring joy and happiness to the world, it always backfires and it ends up fucking him up. So I'm thinking he's going to decide, you know what? The world's getting crazier out there. People love tragedy. People think <laughs> people think pain is funny. Okay. When people beat me up, they laugh at me. Yeah. When I'm flopping on stage, they laugh at me. Mm. So when he said, I realized I thought my life was a tragedy, but it's a comedy. So maybe in his twisted head, he thinks, okay, my mum always told me to bring laughter and joy to people. People love tragedy. People love pain and death. And, and do you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to bring that to the world. I'm going to bring the world pain, suffering and tragedy. And that will be my way of bringing joy and laughter to the world. Because in his mind, that shit's funny now. Mm. So everything in his life that used to make him angry, make him upset, make him depressed, he now sees as funny. And so that might even be the scene when he's on the train. That might be the moment it clicks. 
he might be listening to those free, very clever, those free rich guys. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Those free rich guys might be talking about something and he might be thinking, oh, fuck, man. I wish I had that money. I wish I had that life. But then it clicks. Actually, fuck that shit. Everything they're saying is funny to him now. And that's maybe why he starts cracking up and they come and fuck him up. Mm. I think that's also going to be the moment. I think Joker's going to kill those three guys on the train that fuck with him. Because later on, you see Thomas Wayne making a statement on the TV. That was Thomas yeah, Wayne. About that, how, someone about could, how could someone do something so bad? Someone who wears a mask. Mm. Which is funny. Since his son, since his son becomes Batman. <laughs> yeah. So you wouldn't approve of your own son's actions. Not only that, you wouldn't approve of your own parallel self's actions because in one yeah, parallel yeah, dimension, yeah. you're Batman. Yeah. So that was a bit funny to me. I thought that was funny. But, um, so do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how his view of what is funny and what's tragic could lead to how he becomes, um, the Joker? Yeah. You even see, um, um, I think he's going to kill Thomas Wayne in this. He's going to kill Batman's parents. Maybe on the train again. We see him with a handgun, isn't it? Exactly. We see him with a handgun oh. while he's watching Thomas Wayne on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene where he pops up at Wayne Manor and he's just got the one clown nose, the one red mm. nose, is fucking creepy. That looks like something out of it. This, the face as well that he makes to those three guys on the train when they, when they pull his, like, his fake, uh, wig off. Yeah. And he kind of looks at them like he's, again, he's got the smile on his face painted, but his actual mouth, like, is doing this, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, his bottom teeth are on show and, like, he just looks fucking terrifying. Mm. Um, I think when he goes to see Bruce Wayne, that's after he's killed his parents. <laughs> and he's fuck, coming because. That's a fucker he's doing. Yeah. Be. That's why he, he then forces his, to him to smile. Because Bruce Wayne ain't smiling no more. His parents just died. And you also see he's holding flowers. Similar to the flowers he's carrying when you get the full Joker reveal. So I I don't know if that happens after because in that scene he's he's only got the red nose. Mm. So I think maybe that's his calling card. Maybe after he murders you, he brings you flowers. (laughs) I don't know. Like Joker would do something that twisted. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I'm nearly done with this. Like I said, I've got a lot to say about this. Um... I love, I love the two shots that they put back to back of, um, you've got him on stage mm-hmm. and clearly he's sweating. The lights are kind of getting to him because he's like squinting a bit and it looks like he's bombing on stage. Whatever he's doing isn't working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he looks like tense and he doesn't look like he's enjoying it. The very, and, and all the lights are shining and he's sweating and it's not good for him. The very next scene it cuts to in this trailer is him in his bathroom, on his own, mm. in his pants, in his tighty whities <laughs> dancing, doing some fucking mental dance with the sunlight shining on him as if it was a spotlight through the window. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's the juxtaposition of artificial light shining on him, making him sweat to the natural light shining on him, being surrounded by people watching and judging him to being on your own, free to no inhibitions, you know what I'm saying? Do what you want. Dance like a madman in your white tighty whiteies. And then I think it's going to be that crazy man dancing alone in his toilet room, in his bathroom, that eventually is going to say, fuck it. Fuck everyone and fuck everyone who has an opinion of me. Dance in your tighty whiteies on the street. Do what you want, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that even adds to the final shot 
after we get the Joker reveal, we see him dancing on the stairs in his full Joker outfit. You see him doing like dancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. going down the stairs. Now at the beginning, this is, this is the last thing I'm going to actually know. This is one of the last thing I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I said, I've got a lot. Joker is my guy. Joker's my guy. I love metaphor. I love reading into shit. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, I've, I've watched this trailer so many times and I've gotten all these meanings from it and I love it, bro. This is the shit I love. Anyway, so, um, at the beginning, mm-hmm. he's walking up the stairs, yeah? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's hunched over. It's effort to walk up. He's slow. It's taking him time. And this is while he's still Arthur Fleck. This is while he's still trying to conform to society and be a good man. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, when he's in his full Joker outfit, he's now coming down the stairs as if he's descending into the madness. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? But not only is he coming down the stairs, he's enjoying it. He's dancing, he's splashing in the, into the puddles and shit. But to add to that, I think it's a, it's a statement on society. It's as a whole and how it affects individual people. So let me break it down like this. The top of the stairs is sanity. Mm-hmm. The bottom of the stairs is insanity. Mm-hmm. The stairs themselves or the act of walking on the stairs is, um, is effort is how much effort you're putting in and gravity is the effect society has on a person okay i'm like how you're breaking this down because one of the memes that's been out there is the fact that you know it was like 1980 whatever when joker first came about yeah uh, how he transformed into the joker was like being transformed into the vat of um whatever that news thing was yeah it's like oh now it's a 40 hour week and having to work it <laughs> is now turned to joke yeah exactly it is exactly but what i'm saying is yeah if you look at the stairs itself as a metaphor mm-hmm. when he walks up the stairs he's he's sad it takes him effort it's hard you're working against gravity mm-hmm. to go up the stairs to reach sanity at the top and stay sane but once he's given up on that and it's it's kind of like a, a message that it's easier, or at least for him, it's easier mm-hmm. to give in to the madness. To 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 stay sane, you have to work against gravity, against like let's say your own human nature. Mm-hmm. You're working. You're it's taking effort. You're working up. You're walking up the stairs. It's taking effort. Going down the stairs is easier, isn't it? Yeah. So it's easier. You're working with gravity. So in a sense, it's saying like this is his natural state. This is what's easier for him. Yeah. It's hard for him to conform to society with everyone fucking with him. And not only that, like, like he doesn't even need to put effort into it. He's naturally drawn to the insanity because there was a bit where like, he's not stepping down the steps. He's literally like jumping up and letting himself drop down. So it's like, I don't even have to put effort into going insane. Like society makes you go crazy. You have to actively work at stopping yourself going crazy because of the, and bro, like that for me personally, I can fully relate to that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like how many times have I said, I hate people. I hate people. I hate modern society. I hate fucking all, I hate all of this shit. Do you know what I'm saying? And it would be so easy to just give into the madness and say, fuck it. Do you know what I'm saying? But it is an effort to, to be a, a, um, a member of society. Yeah does take fucking effort. Do you know what I mean? You've got to mm. compromise. You've got to let things go. You've got to hold yourself back from doing certain things. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just love that, that comparison of the steps. Do you know what I mean? Walking up the steps to trying hard to stay sane, or you could just give in and literally just jump and let sanity pull you down. 
you don't it doesn't take effort to go insane it's yeah, easy to do that do you know what i'm saying like i said i'm gonna watch this like i again i don't feel like we needed a joker movie no I'm we still, didn't need it but I'm now still. that it's here we i need it <laughs> i need this shit this is i'm telling you bro Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be my favorite DC movie because it's the most like an actual film. It's like a character study. It, like I said, it's like, it's like, it's like all these films from, from the, from the seventies and eighties, like Taxi Driver or, um, King of Comedy or Leon the Professional or like all these films about this person that's socially awkward but wants to do the right thing, but everyone fucks with him to the point where he's like, all right, fuck you, innit? <laughs> I, bruv, I can so relate to the Joker in this movie, bruv. I can so relate to him. Yeah. That, that's why I think has drawn me to it as well. Like, cause I, I try and always do the right thing. I try and always be kind to people. Mm. Like I, I've, I've hardly ever, I've never started a fight. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't even like fighting. I'd rather talk shit out. Like I'm a pacifist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even people that fuck with me, I, I, I can just let it go and just move on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to a point, like if you keep getting fucked with and fucked with and fucked with, you're going to snap. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why I love, I, I'm loving this. And at the very end, again, like I said, after you see um, the Joker reveal and he's walking down the corridor with the flowers. Yeah. You then see him dancing down the stairs and then it shows you the Joker. And then you see him, it looks like he's standing in the elevator. And just as the elevator closes, you see him do a little smirk, like he's finally accepted who he is himself. And now he can genuinely smile Mm. because he's enjoying what he's doing. He's seeing his life as a comedy rather than a tragedy. So everything that used to upset him now makes him laugh. And I think that that smile will come just after he's killed Zazie Beats. (laughs) Because he's coming through the corridor, Mm. give her the flowers, kill her or whatever, and then goes... And whereas where his mother died, traumatized him and sent him down this pathway, the only other woman that he loves and that he wanted anything from who he thought could save him kills her, now finds it funny. Now it's now it brings a smile to his face. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see that. Um the one only thing I'm not sure about um is whether or not he inspires these jo- the the clown protesters. Or if they're already about and he uses that to go to, to move about undetected. Do you know what I'm saying? Or to blend into the crowd once he's killed who he needs to kill. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel like he would have inspired them. Like what, the, whatever, what, cause I think when, you see that scene where he's running away with the bag? Yeah. I feel like he's just pulled off like one of his first ever robberies. That's, oh yeah, that's a good point. See, I thought, that's just after he killed the people on the train, the three people that beat him up. Nah, I just think he's just committed his first robbery. And as the movie goes on, we see him becoming the crime, mm. like the crime boss Joker. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Because he does seem desperate for money as well. Mm. And, um okay, that does make sense. I see it, as, I can see it as he accidentally causes this. What I saw it as, because the reason I thought him running was directly after the train scene is because his, his nose was bleeding mm-hmm. in the same way that it, that it looked like it was when he fell down on the train. Yeah, you were clearly paying a So I'm thinking, trust me, what I'm saying, I watched this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking on that train, they fuck with him. He gets beaten up, lashes out and kills them somehow or, or does something to fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Realizes what he's done, <laughs> becomes 
Arthur Fleck again mm. and then panics and runs away. Okay. And then that's him running under the bridge that you see is him trying to run away from what he's just done. And then that could be why Thomas Wayne says, how could a man do such a disgusting thing wearing a mask? Because maybe he leaves his, they know it was a clown yeah. because the guy takes off his head, his, his, um, the bald cap that he's wearing. So maybe he leaves evidence behind that a clown did this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Then that's maybe why everyone else starts doing this clown thing and protesting against, but he didn't mean to inspire this. Mm-hmm. But now that it's happening, he's like, like no one even knows it was him that caused it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was Arthur Fleck. They're like, who is this mysterious clown? That's why he comes back as the Joker, not as Arthur Fleck. He's like, ah, right, I'm going to take on the persona of the clown and rule these people who worship me now. Do you know what I'm saying? One man. Also, that scene of him falling, falling backwards at, at the front of that hall, mm-hmm. that says, um, is it not, it's not Wayne Manor. It's like Wayne Hall or something. It's, mm-hmm. it's some kind of Wayne Hall and it's showing some classic Charlie Chaplin, um, modern times showing a classic Charlie Chaplin movie or show or whatever. Yeah. Um, you see Arthur Fleck. It's like, it looks like someone's just kicked him out. Cause he's falling down the stairs. Yeah. But it looks like he's overly exaggerating his fall in like a slapstick comedy kind of way, maybe to inspire all the protesters to rise up more. Like it seemed like it's a class thing, like, like a rich against the poor. Yeah. Because even, um, when you see his, his jokes is writing a, okay. And this again, bruv, this is how deep I went into this trailer. Yeah. A, Joker's left-handed. Yeah. Which left-handed people are often said to be evil or the or devil's special, left-handed, yeah. Sephiroth's left-handed. Yeah. Everyone that's left-handed, that's meant to be a sign of yeah. of bad, bad yes. things, yeah? So I don't know if something happens to his hand mm-hmm. because it looks like his handwriting isn't that bad until you get to the bottom. So I'm thinking maybe his hand gets injured and he starts writing with his left hand, which is like a symbol of him turning evil. Mm-hmm. And um, some of these jokes, his hand's covering up some of them, but I figured out what some of them said. You <laughs> <laughs> Bruv, the joke is my favourite, I'm telling you. Okay. Um, the first one said, why did the old man do something? I couldn't quite figure that one out. One of them says, why are poor people so confused? Because they don't have any sense. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> Money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one said, what did the patient say to the straight jacket? Loosen up a little. <laughs> These are dad jokes. These are dad jokes. That's what I'm saying. But then the last one, which is the one he starts writing with his left hand. Mm. It's, and this is where the handwriting really gets weird. It says, the worst part about having a mental illness is people expect you to act or to behave as if you don't. Mm. And I think that's quite deep because it's true. When people have depression or when people have this, like if someone's depressed, you, you turn, well, you don't tell them to cheer up, but you expect them to try and cheer up. Yeah. But then you look at someone like Robin Williams, who was depressed, but you would never tell because he always puts on a happy face. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Try to make other people laugh. And that is fucking Arthur Fleck, bruv. Arthur Fleck, like is Robin Williams, bro. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. trying to make everyone happy, but deep down he is fucking sad. And I can like, I can feel, I can empathize with that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like I said, that's something I do. I read into shit and I, 
I, I, I just really liked Boy, it. I'm just you're looking really through. excited for this movie, aren't Bro, you? I cannot wait, man. I'm telling you. I'm just looking through to see if there's anything I've missed. Um, when he goes into the tunnel, when he's on the train and he goes into the tunnel, obviously that's going into the darkness of the tunnel. And that's when he first starts laughing like, like insanely. Yeah. Um, there's just so much visual. Everything about this man is, is, is just giving me so much good. Robert De Niro. Okay. In this looks like he's had a reversal of his role from the King of Comedy. Mm -hmm. So the King of Comedy, which looks like it's heavily inspired this movie. Um, is about a failing stand-up comedian played by Robert De Niro mm -hmm. who eventually kidnaps a, a, a talk show host and to, to get on stage and to be able to perform his stand-up routine and do you know what I'm saying? So he goes crazy mm -hmm. and that's what this seems to be like. But in this movie, Robert De Niro is playing the role of the talk show host. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, because the Joker you see the same curtain. So you see Robert De Niro there looks like he's introducing someone. Mm -hmm. And then from, you see from behind the curtains, the Joker getting ready to come out on stage. So obviously Robert De Niro has invited the Joker, like he's in full costume here. And he, he's, his body language gives you the sense that he's confident. So I would assume he's in Joker mode right now because mm -hmm. Arthur Fleck's not a confident guy. Um, Either that or he's trying to put on this confident, confident persona and still bombs. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And this is on live TV in front of everyone now. <laughs> so this is what could make him switch. Some people are hoping mm -hmm. that we might get the scene from, uh, not the killing joke. Cause this whole story in general seems to be inspired by the Joker's backstory from the killing joke, mm -hmm. where he was a stand up comedian who failed and then ended up joining some gangsters and then that's when he interacts with Batman and falls into the vat and becomes Joker. They're not taking that stuff. They're taking more of the stand-up, the failed stand-up comedy. But what someone, what I heard someone say they wish is in this, and I completely agree, is if they take a scene from um, uh, The Dark Knight Returns mm -hmm. where the Joker performs stand-up comedy and goes out but ends up killing everyone in the audience. Oh, wow. So I have a feeling we're going to get something like that. Right. Yeah. Now we're a bit nuts still. Yes. But I heard this is R-rated. This movie is going to be R-rated. It has to be. Oh. And not R-rated like Venom was, like hard R, like an 18, not a 15. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bro, I'm ready for this movie. <laughs> October can't come quick enough. I like this in October as well, because it's like Halloween, Halloween and he's got the face mask and shit. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, last time I've seen to I've lost the control Oh boy. It's there. What? By your foot. By my foot. Yeah. All right, cool. So. I went into that a bit too long, but. Yeah. So like let's I said. speed things up. Yeah. Uh, Endgame trailer. Oh, yes. Last trailer. I wasn't going to see this. I wasn't going to watch this trailer, but uh, I've heard so much about the trailer. Yeah. I might as well now watch it. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it so now. I'm going to get a live reaction from yeah, Ace. I've already reaction. seen it. Uh, trying to find it because. So it would be the most. Oh no, that's all trailers. We don't want that. Five days ago. That's the one. If we do this, we'd be going in shorthanded. Yeah, no. We killed all our friends. We owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. So 
this basically means they made off the fellas. Right. It's not about how much we lost. It's about how much we have left. Tony came back. Where's the Avengers? We gotta finish this. You trust me. I do. I like that shot of the spaceship. You could not live with your own failure. Hmm. What did that bring you? Back to me. Tickets on sale now. <laughs> if there's not time travel in this movie, I would be so stunned. Mm. It has to be, bro. That looks like the Battle of New York. I don't think that's current. I don't think Steve either Rogers. of them are. I don't think either of them are. Wouldn't it be amazing, yeah? Because look at Captain America's costume. He's got the scales. Mm-hmm. He's got the scale armor. Classic Captain America. Mm-hmm. That's not ultimate Captain America doesn't have the scale armor. Mm-hmm. Original 616 Cap does. And everything we've seen from the MCU so far has been more influenced by the ultimate universe mm-hmm. than the 616 universe. Tony Stark, Iron Man suit in this one looks classic. Looks like 616 again. He's got the red, he's got the yellow legs. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it looks like he's got tights on. He's got the yellow arms. His suit looks more classic. Thor as well. Thor has the long, we've seen from set photos that Thor has his long hair again mm-hmm. and he's got his classic Thor costume. So maybe we haven't time traveled back to the Battle of New York. Maybe we've Check gone dimensions. to a different dimension and we're actually going to see 616 universe in live action, which is why he would have the scale armor, which is why Iron Man would have the classic red and yellow looking suit. Okay, that makes sense. That would be amazing. I think so. I'm thinking from this year, they're going to fight Thanos on the first 30 minutes. Yes. And some of them don't make it. I'm telling you, Cap's dead. Cap's dead. Yeah. Cap's yeah. dying in the Cap, first 30 minutes. Cap's the cap we know is dying. Is dying. Hundred percent. Is dying the first wave. Any cap we see later on will be a different, different cap. cap. Yeah. Um, do you think as well? Just yeah. Pause. You see what I'm saying about how about his suit, Iron Man suit. Yeah. More classic looking. It's gone back. Um, but pause it again. So we just saw Iron Man, Tony Stark, hugging Pepper Potts. Yeah. Looks like he's just come back, mm-hmm. and they look like they're on, out on the grass. Mm-hmm. So I think the missing person from that lineup was Pepper Potts. Okay. And they didn't want to put Pepper there because it would give away that, that Tony's, Tony's coming back. I think it gave, gives it away that it was even going to be Tony or Captain Marvel anyway. Yes. There were, there were odds, the two odds that we were going to see. And once we realised how Captain Marvel gets there, we were like, okay, so it's Tony, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I like this lineup of everyone that's left pretty much. Minus, uh, wait, minus Banner and Thor. What the fuck? There's a raccoon on the team now? <laughs> yes, Mr. Lot. Okay, this. So a lot of people are like, oh, it ruined it. We get to see Tony shake hands with Cap, so they're back together. We haven't seen them in the same shot since Civil War. How did it Why have they ruined it in a trailer? That's not Cap. It's not Cap. It's not Cap. Press play and then try and pause it. Uh, hold on do you trust me and he's like I do alright let that get away look at that suit that ain't Cap suit that's Ant-Man suit that's Ant-Man suit bro so <laughs> that's not Tony and Captain America patching up things that's Tony Stark 
and Ant-Man patching up things because Ant-Man has always had a problem with Stark yeah. because of what Hank Pym told him. Mm-hmm. So this must be him like, bro, like, Hank Pym's dead. Like, everyone's dead. You're going to have to trust me. So Ant-Man's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'll trust you. Like, I'll show you my Quantum Realm stuff. I will give you access to Pym's technology. That's what I think's happening there. So I think we still haven't seen, and we may never see, how tragic would it be if we never see our Cap and our Tony patch things up? I would love it. Before Cap dies. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. I know fans, certain fans wouldn't. No. I would love it. That would add to why Tony Stark becomes so, like, desperate. To make things right. To make things right. Do you know what I mean? Or even, cause that other cap we see, maybe that is Tony Stark from our one, cause he looks a bit older. Yeah. And that is a cap from a different dimension. And he's like, do you trust me? He just wants to hear cap say, say he trusts yeah. him again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because he never got to hear that. So what happens? So the only thing is, what would happen to the, the Iron Man in that world? Huh. Cause if that was the Battle of New York, the yeah. Iron Man from that universe would already be there. Hmm. I think, I think it's going to be like some, um, Back to the Future 2 shit where there could be multiple of the same people mm. on the same battlefield, but the ones from the future have to avoid the ones from the past okay. so that they don't change anything in a way they don't want it to be changed. Mm. They're going back to change things, but. So, you, so maybe while. While Tony's flying around shooting things, things, he's going to come down and meet up with Cap and be like, look, Cap, I'm from the future. Don't freak out. Yes, that's me up there as well. I'm still there. Don't worry. But in the future, me and you have a fallen and he's just going to tell him everything. Mm. Break it down for him and he's going to be like, listen, you're the best of us. Do you know what I'm saying? But Rocky looks so sad. Cap's dying, man. I'm telling you, Cap's dying. Someone Someone else said, yeah, that you know the scene from the other trailer where he like tightens up the shield? Mm. I think it was on the Weekly Planet. They said, imagine if, yeah, in that scene, the reason he's tightening that is because he's broken his arm and he's using his shield as like a flint. And so he's tightening it. Oh, so that, that's nuts. Do you know what I'm saying? So that, like, he can do this all day, bro. Even that's if you break nice. his arm, like... So which suit is this that they show? That's his scale armor one. So this is what's confusing me because... I don't know. That Tony just gave him an upgraded suit. Yeah. I, yeah, no, no. I think my theory of the 616 universe isn't real, but I would love to see that. But I do think... There time travel there. There will definitely be time travel. There's one shot with Thanos with the helmet on. Mm. Yeah. And there's another one of him without the helmet waiting for them. Well, go back a bit. Go back to him, like, teleporting down onto the battlefield. So here, pause. Yeah. All right. Why... Why is he getting beamed down if if he still has the gauntlet? Maybe he doesn't have the gauntlet. Exactly. Maybe by this point, they've made some process in either destroying some of the other stones, stones in the past or getting a... Because he's got his armor back on. Why would he have his armor on? As soon as he got the power stone and the space stone, that armor shit came off. Do you know what I'm saying? Now he's armoured up. He's getting beamed down by the spaceship. You don't need that if he's got the gauntlet. I think he's lost the gauntlet, bruv. Well, you think the gauntlet was damaged, so damaged from the, the snap. That maybe he can't, he use, can't it. use it. Maybe. Because look, you see this one, he's waiting for them. Exactly. 
and he's got his sword. He's still armoured up. He hasn't got his helmet on, though. But he's got that double-edged sword yep. that we saw from Perfectly the toilers. Balanced. Perfectly balanced. Ah, perfectly balanced in every way. But this is a trilogy, bro. You've got Iron Man, Cap, and Thor approaching the main the main man. I love it. Uh, but uh, here's what I think, yeah? Because you look at all the chaos and all the shit that's gone on down there. Yeah. I originally thought that was on Thanos' planet. And that was the crashed spaceship. Yeah. But it's all over the place, bruv. There is too much of it. Do you know what I'm saying? I think, I think the Avengers have done something Mm -hmm. to destroy the gauntlet or to get the gauntlet off him or to make it useless. And so now he's pissed off. And so he's like, okay, you dickheads, I'm going to beam myself down to earth. And I think all of that wreckage is Avengers facility. I think he's blown up the facility. Yeah, because there's another trailer, actually. Come to the next one, actually. Come out of this and go to, um, go across that way. Keep going, keep going, keep, uh, go that one. Uh, no, no, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, where is it? All right. Take out trailer and put in, go that way. Go that way, that way there, because it said something. Stop that way. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, special look. All right. Type in end game special look. Oh, type this. Yeah. Don't click on that. Because there was another little thing that they released as well. Endgame. Special look. Because, um. Special. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. We will be there. Because Robert Downey Jr. throws out, like, what's the, what's the expression? Like, throws the gauntlet down or something? I don't know what the expression is. Has nothing come up? Nothing's come up. Oh, yeah, there you go. Is that the same one we just watched? No, that's not the one then. Hmm. This is disappointing. All right, go all the way back that way. Mm-hmm. Click on, uh, no, go, go, go on that one. Click on that one because he usually, on. he usually puts it at the beginning it's of on. his videos. Next one. Him. I will give him a shout out. Emergency awesome. Good videos, guys. If you want to get some good info, <laughs> check it out. Oh. Look who's slugging other people now or not. Only because we're using him. <laughs> Short-handed. Yeah, you mean because he killed all our friends? It looks like the same thing. Nah, I don't think this is it. This is the same thing. It's not about how much we lost. It's about how much we have left. Oh, I think that scene of Nebula and Rocket holding hands as well is um, Nebula telling Rocket what's happened. Because he probably still doesn't know that the whole Guardians have been dusted. He weren't there. He was on... He knows Groot was dusted. And Nebula's going to come and say, oh yeah, so are the rest of the Guardians as well. With your own failure. Where did that bring you? That's a nice little trailer. That doesn't show that much. Really. Nah. This is the same one. I, um, go back. Because there was a... Sp- it, was, it was about to show something else. That was different. Were they? No, no, just... Oh. If we... Love the scene of Thor here at the table. Yeah, no, it's just a breakdown. Um, come out of this. Because there was one, man. Why can't we find it? Um, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, let's move on. Alright, anyway, the only, the, the only reason I want to show you that one is because you see a scene of 
Ant-Man and War Machine standing next to each other mm-hmm. while explosions are going off and a fall falls out between them and they fall down like trying to grab onto something. Yeah. Now that looks like it could happen directly after the moment. You know in the other trailer when we saw them both put their helmet down? Ant-Man's helmet comes down and then War Machine's helmet comes down and they're yeah. standing side by side. This next shot of them things getting exploded and them dropping, they're standing side by side in the same way. Looking like they're in the same room. So that's why I think the Avengers facility gets destroyed. Thanos comes to them like, hey, bitch, stones have been disappearing off of my gauntlet. What the fuck? I've got the time stone. I know what you're doing. Stop it. Like he might, what if he turns up in the past where they're going? Like what if they go to the Battle of New York and then he's like, ah, yeah, I see 2012. I'll meet you there. And then he goes there and then he's in the battle for New York as well. Oh, that's just long then. It is long, it's but game it's game over, bro. Like, that's why I think the first one they need to go for is the time stone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, cool, cool, that was cool. enough speculation. Right, oh, wait, go down. Is that it? <laughs> Sorry. Down there? I think that's it. No, where? What's that? The Monopoly game is back at McDonald's. Oh, do you peely peely? Peely peely. I want a Kindle thing. Yes, this is it. This one is going to be your finest hour. Listen to what Tony's saying. Thanos wiped out 50% of all living creatures. These are the highest stakes that the Avengers have. This is the fight of our lives. This is going to work, Steve. I know it is. It has to be because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. It's not going to work, bro. It's not going to work. So what? how are we getting this point on stuff? Ah, oh, that's too much, right? Actually, saved the best stuff for this one. This is the ending of the fireworks show, the grand finale. Storytelling is insane. You just don't know what you expect. I love his hair, man. I, I don't care what Avery says. I could guess what's gonna happen. We're the Avengers. We gotta finish this. See how it looks like he's in pain when he pulls the thing tight. It didn't show. Where did I see the scene of them dropping then? I don't know. Anyway. But what Tony Stark said, uh, Tony Stark, what Robert Downey Jr. said was (laughs) no one is going to be able to guess what's going to happen. Mm. He threw the gauntlet down. So, you know, nerds across the world who make breakdown videos said challenge accepted. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait for this movie. Mm. Oh, man. I need to sort work some off. I haven't done that yet. I'm taking a day off. So, this is what I think is happening so far, yeah? This is the best I've come up with. Mm-hmm. Carol Danvers is going to turn up. Mm-hmm. She's going to be like, why are you lot so upset for? Like, everyone's dusted. Let's go and fuck up. Let's go and fuck Thanos up then, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, let's fuck him up. Then Tony Stark and Nebula arrive. Mm-hmm. And Nebula's like, oh, you lot are going to go fuck up Thanos. I know where he lives, bro. I know where his I'm, garden I'm is. The, 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 yeah, so he's like, I'm down. Let's do this. So they all get on a spaceship. They all go out on Thanos. They all gas because they think they got Captain Marvel. And even... On a meta level, that works because as an audience, everyone's like, oh, I hope Captain Marvel's just not going to turn up and fucking save everyone and be the one. So we're going to be watching this film like, oh, they're going to do it. She's turned up and she's going to be the one that saves everything. And they're going to make there. And then we're going to think, oh shit, we're here already. And then they're going to fight and then they're going to lose. And then Thanos is going to fuck up Captain Marvel. (laughs) And she's going to be like, what? I thought, no, it's not good enough, mate. She's going to get tumped down like a little bitch. Everyone's going to get beaten up. Captain America's going to die in that first half an hour. And then Thanos is going to be like, look, 
I don't want to kill all of you. I've killed half the universe already. Like, just go home. Go home and chill. Why are you here? Do you know what I'm saying? Why are you here? Um, so he's going to let them go. And they're going to go back. And that's going to make things even worse. Because they're going to be like, he killed Cap and then let us go. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Then that's when Ant-Man's going to turn up. And Ant-Man's going to be like, guys, really, what's happening here? And then they're going to be like, nah, Thanos fucked everything up. We tried. It's not going to work. I don't think Ant-Man's going to appear before Cap dies. Why not? Because that footage surveillance footage thing that he, he talks about. I think that's before Ant-Man comes. I think that's archive footage. Because while they're doing their stuff, Ant-Man's having his own time travel adventure stuck in the quantum realm. Remember I said, I think he comes out of the quantum realm in like the 80s or whatever, mm-hmm. goes okay. to the Avengers facility, but at that point, it's still a stark warehouse. Okay. So the Avengers aren't there. That's why they've got the footage of it. So then he's like, all right, let me go back into the quantum realm. I'll try again. But then he comes out too far in the future, which is where I think we're going to get to see the new Avengers. Do you know what I mean? The young Avengers, like maybe a Mars Morales, um, the new Hawkeye, who was the girl. Actually, no, she would have been dusted. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, I don't know the details. All I'm saying is I think Captain Marvel is going to turn up. They're going to think she's the savior. They go to Thanos. They lose anyway. Then Ant-Man turns up and you're going to think, Ant-Man, really? Like, what are you going to do? But he's actually going to be the savior. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell him about the quantum realm. And that's why them lining up at the end, mm-hmm. that's their quantum realm suits. They're, they're not space suits. They're quantum realm suits. Yeah. Because you see the suits that they're wearing when they're all in a spaceship. They don't have them suits. They don't have them yeah. suits. They've got their own costumes that they usually have. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, man. It's impossible. Maybe, maybe, maybe Robert Downey Jr. is right. There's no way that anyone's going to guess. Yeah, man, man. Right, no let's point trying. Sure. Our, our movies that we're going to talk about today, we're going to kind of speed through them a little bit. As mm. we're, we're starting to run a little bit long. And like I said, guys, we're going to try to be better for you guys and give you nice, sexy, short episodes. Yes. So no one can moan that it's too long. So you can enjoy what we got to offer you. But like, again, Avengers 1 is going to be long. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a whole episode that's in the zone. There's going to be no news, no trailers. Three just hours. That. It's going to be yeah. three hours and two minutes episode. <laughs> it's going to be as long as the movie. I'm going to make sure that it's just three <laughs> hours and two minutes on the dot. Mm. Let's hit it. The first thing we're going to talk about is Dumbo, because I don't have a lot to say about this movie. Yeah. Uh, I give this a half chicken. Okay. It was better than I expected for a movie that I was looking forward to. Mm. I don't think I've seen the Dumbo movie since I was a child. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed the CGI, uh, how they made animals look. Yeah. I liked how they um, made the pink elephants um, happen, because uh, obviously in the in the in the cartoons he got he gets drunk. Drunk. Innit? Yeah. Um, I liked how he flew in terms of like the sniffing of the, the feather. Mm. I thought that was pretty good. We didn't get the crows. Um, Which is know, a shame. It's a shame, but it's modern, modern times. Can't be doing them things there. Fuck modern times. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was an okay movie. Yeah. Like, it, it, it did what it had to do. I'll agree with a half chicken on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the first half. Mm-hmm. Maybe more than I enjoyed the second half. Um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, the first half, 
was basically the original movie. Mm-hmm. Because when I heard that this movie was two hours long, I was like, how? <laughs> the original Dumbo is the shortest animated movie the shortest Disney animated movie. It's only like 60 minutes long. It's an hour long. So how have they doubled it? Like what kind of Peter Jackson, King Kong shenanigans have they done here? But they didn't. They didn't do any King Kong shenanigans. They did the killing joke shenanigans. And that is, we'll give you the exact story you want, but then we'll add on a whole half of other bullshit that doesn't make sense that you don't need. So, okay. I'm like, fine. I'm watching it. I'm like, okay. Like, I see what you're doing from the very start when you see the train. And you see the face, like it's kind of got a face on it, but not really. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. I know what this film's going to be. Yeah. That's what it's I'm not like. going to be the exact Dumbo. Yeah. The animals like probably aren't going to talk. Mm. Like it's probably just going to be actual animals. All right. Yeah. Let me, buy, I'm, I'm into this. I did like the train having a face there. Yeah. It was cool. And I like that you did still get the song though. And even um, Danny DeVito sings it a little bit later on. Like, it's his own little theme tune. I like that. Um, then you get the mouse, the reference to the mouse as well. Mm-hmm. And he's even got on his little outfit and his little hat. So I thought that was cool. Um, well, I didn't think it was cool. It kept making me, you know, the emoji when the guy's like, the eyes are looking up like that. It kept making <laughs> yeah. me make that face. I was like, so that's the train. So that's the mouse. And once, no, actually, that was what made me know. Because the train, I didn't mind. But once I saw the mouse and it was actually just a natural mouse, just with clothes on and then the kids were there I was like <sighs> that means the kids are the main character they're letting us know right now remember the mouse that you thought was going to be the main character there it is it ain't going to be shit these kids are the main character yeah. I didn't mind them actually I didn't mind them as much Um, the little girl yeah she reminded me of you seen Ugly Betty yeah the black woman in Ugly Betty yeah what black She's woman? a famous actress. Oh, I'll have to bring I'm gonna have her. To find I can't it. remember her name. Mm. Um, Danny DeVito mm-hmm. uh, reminded me of his character Frank from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, just because he was like this nasty kind of like always looking to make money kind of guy. Yeah. Um, at one point, I kind of got the feeling that this was like a Greatest Showman sequel because it was the because <laughs> it was the circus on the move do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, and yeah. trying to build up its thing which you know we're getting the greatest show of the uh, yeah I heard yeah I don't know how I feel about that yeah um, I liked when um, Danny DeVito was like oh I've, I've made an investment and then Colin Farrell was like you invested in a sick elephant I always I already knew I was like yeah. no it's obviously She's pregnant, pregnant yeah. which I thought was good and I loved this is what made me switch from doing the looking up eyes to the kind of more accepting, all right, I'm kind of feeling these, um, what the nods to the original, but without actually doing it. And the elephant's pregnant and then a stork comes and like lands on her trailer and then kind of looks at her and then flies off and you see like a whole flock of storks flying off. And I love that because in the original, it starts off with the storks bringing the babies to their mums, isn't it? Mm. Like... In, in tied up in a thing and you deliver it so I like that they did that kind of nod to it um, I like that um, what else um, the crows weren't in it which kind of bothered me uh, but they did have the reference to the magic feather yeah um, and I did like the fact that by the end he had to Dumbo had to realise that the feather wasn't giving you the thing it was this but um, that was cool. I loved, and I thought this was genius. 
I love that um, his name was Jumbo. And he's in a carriage that says, Dear Baby Jumbo. Yeah. And then as the thing falls, the J falls off <laughs> and, and the D kind of swings around. Yeah. And then it says, E-R, e, the D's come off dear. So it says, Ear, Ear Baby Dumbo. Dumbo. I was like, that's genius. Like, how how do you come up with that, that shit? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that I, is I, fucking I, clever. I, I like that as well. Um, and Rufus was a fucking dick. I'm glad he died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> glad he Wasn't died. That, um, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Um, was it Reek? Yeah, it kind of looked like Reek. I don't know if it was though, but it looked like him. Um, I'll bring up the IMDb in a second. Yeah, um, I love that they did the clown fire engine thing because that was straight out of the the original as well. Yeah, um, it ended with him flying and doing all that stuff. But then that's that in the original. That's where the film ends, as far as I can remember. Because it ends, he's done the flying thing. He's now the lead attraction. He's the main act. And then we end with the train again. But now him and his mum have their own carriage and they're living in luxury. That's how the original ends. But this, this kind of continues. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you can tell that this stuff weren't in the original so, because it goes full Tim Burton, like uh, straight away. So the little girl, as I was gonna say, it reminds me of Wilhelmina Slater. Yeah. Who's that? She was an ugly Betty. I don't know who that is. Uh, I want to see if she's just like her daughter or something. <laughs> Bare like her. Mm. Um, but yeah, once we once once we started moving into uncharted territory, I was like getting a bit nervous. I was like, mm, don't know if I want this. I, I wasn't really but then I forgot that Michael Keaton and Eva Green were in this. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I, I, they haven't I, even been I, in I this yet. That much of a fan of Colin Farrell's character? No, nah, neither was I. I think it was a bit weird, his reveal as well, because all the families were coming off the train and they was running through. And then they were like, oh, dad hasn't returned. Yeah. No, he has returned. He was just pranking you. He was just standing there waiting for the smoke to clear. Like, I don't know. What was he doing? Uh, what was he doing? Uh, <laughs> Go and hug your kids. Oh, no, I guess it's because of his one arm, oh, isn't it? Arm. You can't hug his kids no more. He can hug one of his kids <laughs> at a time. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. His, his character weren't great. Um, I did like Michael Keaton and Eva Green. When they first turned up, I thought both... Spoilers. When they first turned up, I thought both of them were going to be evil. And it only turned out that Michael Keaton kind of was. Eva Green was kind of good. She kind of grew to love Batman. I loved that when Michael Keaton took Danny DeVito's character aside and had a little chat, it was the reuniting of Batman and the Penguin (laughs) from the Batman Returns. I like that. That made me laugh. (coughs) She's the daughter of Fandy Newton. Oh, really? And you can see it as well. She's Tandy Newton's daughter. You can see it. The moment I'll put the picture of Tandy Newton. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, Maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, after a while, I started, I started to feel that the film was a bit too long. It was definitely Even the kids in, like, when I went to see I this. The, kid, the, child, the, the, like, the child acting was good. But I just, oh, no, no, no. The child acting was good. I'm talking about the kids that were in the screen with me. Oh. They weren't good. They were fucking evil. <laughs> and like, off by this point, like, there was about five families in there with little kids, yeah? Mm-hmm. Not together, just dotted about. And at one point, every single fucking child in this screen was making a noise. <laughs> one of them was crying. One of them was chatting. One of them was laughing. One of them was running up and down the thing. They had fully lost interest in this film. And it was anarchy. It was going nuts. I wanted to go, like, my, my teacher instincts almost kicked in. Like, I wanted to go and line them up, tell them to sit down, give them detention. Like, I was stressing, mate. I was stressing. And none of the parents were dealing with it. And I was there. I was like, 
fucking discipline your child. Like, I'm, <laughs> this is a movie on. What are they doing? Uh, At one point, one of them, literally the child was screaming. So the mum had to pick up her kid and walk out of the screen. And it was only then that the child shut the fuck up and started saying, no, I want to watch. I want to watch. I want to watch. As you hear her going down the corridor, I want to watch. I was like, yes, fuck <laughs> off, bitch. All the other kids shut up straight away then because they knew. They were like, oh, oh, parents can just take us out halfway through. Like we're not guaranteed to be here till the end. It was like, they all, Got the message in and shut the fuck up. I was like, yes, that's right. But yeah, I think the film went on a bit too long. It seemed to lose interest to the kids. It held my interest, but I, I did think it was getting a bit too long. Um, it annoyed me that rather than get the, um, rather than get the crows, we got the boxing announcer mm-hmm. and he got the crows line. You may have seen a, a dragonfly. You may have seen even a house fly. But I bet y'all ain't never seen a donkey fly. No, no, a, an elephant fly. <laughs> that was from Shrek. He said, <laughs> yeah, but you ain't never seen a, 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 a elephant fly. Mm. Now, I would have rather seen the crows. We didn't even get a reference to the crows, how, the way we got a reference to the, to the, to the storks. And I'm, think, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, yep, that's what I came to a Dumbo movie for, for the boxing announcer. <laughs> Like, what? Whose idea was that? Even at the end, I think the ending was slightly better because they actually freed Dumbo. Mm. And when they said that that was their plan, I was like, okay, all right, I'm invested again. Mm -hmm. Let's see how they free Dumbo and let's get him to the wild. And that would be a nice, a better ending. But then in the end, they find all the other elephants and they find like the cavern of elephants and Dumbo Dumbo flies and he flies through the flock of storks. Those should have been crows. At the end, don't you think that would have been better? Yeah. It's a minor nitpick, but rather than him flying through the stalks, like I get it, it ties back to the beginning. It's a nice yeah. bow on it, but they did, we didn't get one single reference to the crows. I didn't like the fact that at the end, all the other elephants just accepted him. <clears throat> they, yeah, because in the in the movie, I saw the other elephants hated him because he could fly and he had big ears. Yeah, but those were other circus elephants. Yeah, I guess. As I'm saying, in this, we had no other animals in the circus really. No, I think we did in the beginning. No, well, not really. We did a bit, but not the way like in the original, that train was to transport the animals. You had the giraffe section, the this section, the hippos, the that, the elephants, the lions. In this, it was each carriage was for a different person. Mm. So they weren't, it weren't, do you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that kind of I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm done with it. Oh, one more thing. It made me laugh mm. that Colin Farrell kept calling Dumbo Big D. <laughs> that cracked me up come on, big come on big D let's go and then to add to that last thing I'm going to say this is the end um, at the end when Dreamland is getting all fucked up mm-hmm. in the same way the dear baby Dumbo thing kind of went off uh, where it said Dreamland mm-hmm. as everything's getting fucked up the D falls off and it says Reamland yeah. and I was like what does Reamland mean? What the fuck is that? That's not the point. What the point is, is that the D's gone. Yeah. The big D has escaped. It's gone now. Dumbo is gone. That's what that represents. So I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'll allow that. Okay. But um, yeah, Half Chicken, it was too long. It was too much. I don't think it would... Um... Some of the actors were good, like, they, they did what they needed to do, but I just don't think the story itself was great. Yeah. Again, I gave it a hard trick because it was, it was, it was much better than I expected. I was not expected to be 
as good as it was. I didn't expect them to do some of the stuff animated mm. in live action and like do it in a way that like I accepted it. Mm. Like it was acceptable for me to see it in that way. Mm. Uh, but yeah, let's go to Missing Link. Okay. Um, you were looking really forward to, look, to this one. Yeah, I was. Um, how, how would you rate this one? <sighs> wasn't, as, wasn't as good as I thought it would be, you know? Yeah, listen. I'll give it a half as well. Yeah, a half. I'll give yeah. it a quarter. Really? Listen, I was, at the beginning, I was falling asleep. Yeah. Like, I, 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 for someone that rarely falls asleep in film art, I know that I had a hard day. Like mm. in a hot and like a long night, but during the beginning, I was literally dozing in an hour sleep. Mm. It wasn't until maybe 15, 20 minutes that I finally like, okay, woke up and started watching it. And I like, you know, there's a couple of laughs. Yeah. But the fact that like literally the beginning just didn't grab me at all. Really? And I said I was like, I, I was just thinking, oh my God, I hope I haven't been snoring because <laughs> there's only like one f- other family in there with me. Yeah. I would have done basically had to snore as myself. That's what I'm yeah. saying. When I, when I came into the screen, there was two other guys <laughs> who weren't together. It was just us three started about the place. I was like, wow, I know who's going to make more money out of this than Dumbo. <laughs> Dumbo had five noisy families in there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was just like, wow, like, I hope I'm not snoring. I was like, nope. Let me just wake myself up. Woke myself up and then watched the film. I was like, okay, yeah, it got better. But like, you know, it was nowhere near as good as I thought. Like, the message was a bit dry that they tried to send. Um, yeah, what was the message? I don't really <laughs> <laughs> It was like, a bit confused. Except the family that you're with and not the family that you want, I guess. I, I don't guess, know. I guess. Um, the Yeti people, the, the, um, was it the Bob Snow? He was a Sasquatch, wasn't it? He was a Sasquatch. So the Yeti, the Yeti. The, the Yeti's they found at the end of the fact that like they didn't want to accept him. And yeah. That, that was a bit, you know, shit. Yeah, I thought it would have been... And then, like... I got the feeling that the Yetis would end up being the bad guys, but I thought they'd do more. I didn't think it would just be like, hey, the people we don't want here are trying to leave. Force them to stay. <laughs> that was a legit line they're, from the movie. They're they're funny. Funny. Yeah, they were funny. That, that was so <laughs> I was like, is this a Trump reference? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I was like, this movie's more relevant than I thought. I, it, there was a, I think there was a lot more meta. And I think maybe if I hadn't been so tired, yeah, in that opening sequence, I might. No, I might have liked it more. Mm. Um, but after I watched that, I went and got some food, went and got a snack, and I went to Shazam. Mm. And then you got anything more you want to say about Mr. Link? Yeah. I want to get to Shazam. Okay, so I'll be quick, because I've only got a few notes on this. Mm-hmm. But I did like the way, I liked the way it started. It did kind of grab me from the start, because it was him, and he was um, trying to get find a Loch Ness Monster. Oh, that was funny. That was pretty cool. The way the Loch Ness Monster just grabbed his friend, I thought he was dead. I was like, oh my God, is this the type of movie I'm watching? That's like, is he dead? I thought this is a kid's movie. Yeah. Then um, the main guy, I'm just going to call him Hugh Jackman. Then Hugh Jackman dives under. Did you do what I did? Did you hold your breath with him? No. I do this every time a character in a movie goes underwater. I did think to myself, is it possible for the... It was, I did it. I managed to hold my breath for the same length as him. But saying that, he was swimming and tugging on the Loch Ness Monster. I was just sitting there watching. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, what else did I want to say? So, when the female character gets introduced, I based on their backstory, I was like, I hope they don't get together. Please, please film. Teach your kids something. Don't, don't go. We saw what they were saying about Disney. You heard the experts. Disney don't know what they're doing. We need to tell kids the real morals. So as soon as this woman was introduced, yeah, 
And Hugh Jackman was like, former lover. Hey, we're former lovers. Like, and she's like, yeah, I left you for yeah. my husband and I married and him. For your friend. And, and you were friends. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the fact that he's now dead and Hugh Jackman's coming back and putting the moves on her again, I was like, no, nah, that's, that's wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, your best, your best friend died. She, and that was her husband. You can't be dead and your best friend and your wife get together. No, that's not allowed. That's not happening. So throughout the movie, I'm like, please don't, but he, he, don't let them get together. Even if he changes, even if he changes his ways, yeah, don't let them get together. She didn't hint that they were going to get together. She hinted. No, see, I think throughout the movie, mm. I was like, they're getting too close too quickly. And there was even one point where they almost kissed. Yeah. And then a tree branch like smacked him or something. I was like, thank God for that tree branch. And then later on, once she realized, oh, he has actually changed and da 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 and all that. Yeah. And then he kind of leans in for the kiss. Yeah. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 motherfucker. Like, I'm an independent woman out here. Like, I'm about to go oh, on, yeah, my I'm on my own adventures. I'm going to go do my own thing. I was like, I turned feminist in that moment. I was like, yes. You go, girl. I, you tell him. I was like, don't have it. And then she went off on her own adventure. I was like, good. That is a lesson we should be teaching young girls, isn't it? Mm. Like, don't, like you don't have to fall for the guy. Like, you don't have to be the love interest. Like, I actually thought she was going to be the villain for a while. Once I, he stole I, her I, map, I, I, I was like, is this going to be like Coco? Like, where she's constantly chasing him, trying to get the map back. But no, it's not. It weren't like, they did team up and there was a bit of flirtiness, but... I'm glad it ended the way it ended. Um, the last thing, there was a bit of um, sequel bait at the end, do you think, when they were talking about going to Atlantis? Do you think we're going to see a sequel or do you think that was just like a ambiguous, we, we, look, we're going to continue doing our adventures. Gonna make enough money to get a sequel. No. i be really honest. Yeah. Um, uh, hold on, what did I want to say? There was one last thing. Well, two more things, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we can move on. I don't think we can give this movie a rating using our traditional rating system because they specifically said, don't ever mention the chicken. <laughs> and our rating system is a chicken rating uh, system. So that, I, that was just, I like that. <laughs> that was there funny. was little bits I liked. It's just uh, overall. It just, I don't think it just went that green. Mm. One thing I will tell you that was great. Mm-hmm. And this was a whole chicken. This scene was a whole chicken. Mm-hmm. When, um, they were on the bridge, on the ice bridge. Mm-hmm. I noticed that all three of them were still connected by the rope. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, they're going over the edge. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen and they're going over the edge. Yeah. They're connected. Mm-hmm. So like, something's going to happen. And then what happened? That dickhead started hammering the bridge yeah. and made it crut and killed himself. What a dickhead, but okay. <laughs> and then they ended up hanging off the edge. Mm-hmm. And you had Hugh Jackman holding on and then... And from that moment on, that whole climax scene was fucking amazing. Yeah. The way the tables kept turning, the way like one minute, like they're hanging and you're like, okay, pull us up. And then the villain's up there with a scratch head. Yeah. And then you're like, oh fuck. But then he pulls him down and okay, now you're on levels, but it's still harder for you because you've got the woman and the Sasquatch below you. Then he drops and then he's tugging onto him and you're like, okay, now you're all in the same boat. Yes, oh that's what I'm saying. The way it ended with the, the, the icicle. icicle. In the chair. I was like, wow. boy, boy, like, boy, boy. Yeah, that's bad. But that whole scene was amazing. That yeah. climax leveled it up because I was like, okay, that was really good. Yeah, um, but yeah, apart from that, I um, 
don't turn me down <laughs> and try and try and <laughs> your view peaking so much so yeah my battery just died so i guess that's my review done <laughs> can, I, can i borrow your charger uh but it's all the way over here what's it Nothing oh. fucking it's a little bit um yes does that mean i, I want to take the lead on shazam yes shazam <laughs> whoa the lightning bolt <laughs> fucking hell Ace, you just <laughs> turned into some big man with muscles and superpowers. Do you know what, yeah? I actually really like this movie. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Say Shazam again. I need Ace back. Shazam! Oh, okay. There we go. That's Ace is back, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually, actually, would you change? Because you're a full-grown man. You wouldn't change, would you? You'd just be this. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Because you're the, you're the best version of yourself. That's true. That's what he does. Yeah. That's I almost, I almost said a spoiler. I mean, should we go straight into spoilers? Straight into spoilers. Straight into spoilers, because I almost did it already. I was going to say, spoilers? Spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. Wait, just to make sure. <laughs> spoilers? Just to make sure. Get your spoilers. Get your spoilers. Get your spoilers here, everyone. Come right up. Get your spoilers here. <laughs> All right, you've been warned, you dickheads. So, speaking of people getting muscles... Mm-hmm. Was that... Ah, oh, we'll come to that. Anyway, figure it out. Right. Go on. You take the lead. The suit looked better than I expected. Yes. It was in motion and stuff. Yes. Uh, but... Which... And this isn't necessarily the movie's fault, yeah. but I hate Shazam's logo. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. My OCD doesn't allow for me to look at it and be at comfort. It's not... It's not symmetrical. It's awkward. There's lines that come out in weird ways. Like, when you look at a lightning bolt, it should be parallel. The lines should all be parallel, and then it should come to a point. His are like, one comes down, one goes in, one comes up, one goes down, and it looks curved at one point. No, man, that was the, the wizard's one is the same. Oh, yeah, it just true. bothers me. It's not, it's not parallel it doesn't conform to any rules just someone drew a, a quick lightning bolt and said use that um did you know that they changed the wizard because when the wizard appeared i was like i was like hold on that's a black guy yeah and i was like nah, the wizard in the first trailer was white was he yeah right, in the see, very got first trailer, trailer the wizard was white i thought it was always that guy because it's the black guy it's, it's the Hunter. it's this yeah no. I thought it was always him. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I'm really? pretty sure in the very first trailer, mm. the wizard was white. So I was like, I was like, wait, that guy's black. <laughs> so like, you weren't expecting yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. We maybe. don't really get to see him. Maybe that's. Nah, that's him. Maybe it was because I saw the white hair. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I honestly thought that the, tra- the original trailer had a white wizard. Well, in the comics, is white. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. I like the... the, the okay, one one of the major negatives, yeah, and it, and it does kind of damage the movie, yeah. Mm. I feel like all the funny stuff and everything other than the end was shown in the trailers. Mm, I don't think so. I felt like it was. I felt like everything, I think- else, everything that was funny and everything that was you know, part of the story was shown in the trailers. Mm, um, to a point, but I think, I think I would actually commend Warner Brothers for how much restraint they had within their... I think they showed a lot of restraint. Because that ending, that ending would have been so easy to put in the, in, yeah. in, in the promotion. Amazing. Do you know what but I mean? The thing is, yeah, the only reason why it wasn't as amazing, again, 
because of the work we do. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was coming. What, the ending? Yeah. Knew you knew it was coming. Was oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I knew the family was going to show up. I didn't know the family was coming. I always assumed that that may be in the sequel or something. I, I, I knew that was coming. How did you know? Told you the business that we do, man. Yeah, I know. I hear that, but I'm in the business, and I didn't. I didn't know listen, that. You don't listen to as many podcasts as I do. Yeah, but did they know that? Was it a guarantee or was it speculation? Because I've heard I think speculation. It was, I think it was like heavy, heavily rumored and then later confirmed. Yeah, the family was going to be in it, and then even as I was watching the movie. Well, I'm glad like, I didn't know that then, because that was a nice surprise. It, well, it was a surprise. But I, I saw it like, coming in the moment. Yeah, when I he was holding. I saw it way before that when he said it at the beginning. Well, I even kept on counting how many seats there were to how many kids there were. I was like, oh, yeah. is there going to be another kid turn up? Yeah. On a, yeah, I knew... I, I'm, obviously, that's from the comics as well, so I know that that's something that happens. I, I didn't know that. Same. Yeah, no, it's from the comics. I'm not They've even got the same thing. colours, the green, the blue, they all have different colours. Like, yeah. They look like Power Rangers. Yeah. So I knew that that was a thing. What I'm saying was... What I'm saying... Yeah, his lightning bolt is the same. It bothers me. <laughs> what I'm saying is... Um, in like the in the movie, Sorry. I didn't think I like, uh, I like the Peter Farge. What Peter Farge? Like, Grab my wand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like ew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's the best. Like he is the best undercover Peter ever because he turns all his kids into adults, so yeah. no one will ever know. Look how awkward that. Can you not see how jarring <laughs> that lightning bolt is? I, I see what you're saying. It's like, not I mean, parallel. It's <laughs> awkward. It's curved in points. I see what you're saying. Oh man, it really bothered me for the whole movie. Like, look, see those. Stay, leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> you see those that line coming down like that, yeah. and that one going like that. They should be in line, but they're not at all. Do you see what I'm saying? They're fully different angles. That bit's curving. What? <laughs> I don't I, like I, I, it. I did actually like the suit. It didn't look I like bad. the suit, the suit look better. I like the hood. I like the yeah. cape, like all of it. But I just like that the, lightning I, I, I bolt like really, test. whenever I look at him, I go straight to the lightning bolt and it jars me. Uh, I, 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 said, I, I, I just don't feel like a lot of the, the funny stuff we had already seen. Um, you know, I saw a lot of things coming. And like I said, Considering I knew very little about the character, mm. the fact that I pretty much saw everything coming, like it was a bit, it was just a bit like, uh, I, I did love that we got the villain's uh, backstory right at the beginning. Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty cool. And I like, I like the guy that played, um, the villain. What's his name? Well, what's his name? Mark Strong, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. If I had my notes, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, you some of us came prepared. Mark Strong. The, Just the not prepared with battery power. Uh, Look at the lightning bolt in this shot. <laughs> oh, I want to die. I just want to throw up. I like the suit, man. Look at this bit. This is the worst bit. The tip of the lightning bolt. Look how wobbly that bit is. Do you see what I'm saying? That is not good production value. Oh, that side. That side is fun. That's how angry I am. I'm getting echoes going. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> but no, seriously, that side, the left side is fine. Yeah. It comes down staggered as normal. That side is where all the curvy weirdness Wait, is going. Me, on. I've only seen this once, so that's why I don't have any notes in it. I, yeah. I, I was going to try and see it again before we recorded. Yeah. Um, just, I, but I said I want to kind of get out because, like I said. Avengers coming up. Yeah, we need to get this done. Time for anything else. Yeah. Um, when he says shoot him in the face. That was I'm, jokes. I was like, what? 
Yeah. And he just says bullet immunity, man. What kind yeah, of bulletproof. Well, he is crippled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> That was a joke. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I had a lot of fun in this movie. Uh, I'll give it, I'll give it a free piece. Um, I'm sorry, Del, but I think I've got a new celebrity crush now. Um, mega good. I didn't even know who she was. Was that the stepmom? No, when Darla turned into Shazam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the stepmom? Bruv, the stepmom is fucking hot. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> Look up the stepmom, bruv. I'm telling you now. She wasn't hot in this. Look, okay. That lightning bolt, no. I can handle. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. All the lines are parallel yeah. and they come to a point. Why couldn't that be his logo on his chest? Why does his chest logo have to be so wobbly and awkward? I disapprove. I disapprove. It really bothers me. Michelle Borf was the superhero Mary, but wasn't she not the same person? No, no, they got a set a new person. Oh, really? She looked... Exactly the same. Yeah. Well, I could tell. Yeah. No, they, they, they casted it well. They casted the young and old people well. Oh, yeah, it's a different person. It's Grace Fulton. Yeah. Is my battery, is my phone charged? Oh, yeah, for your notes, yeah. What percentage? 80%. 80? 8%. 8. That would have to do for now, since you do. have notes and I don't. Right, let me just see quickly what's going on in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I didn't realize it was making goods. Mm. I was just like, yo, who's that? What guy? is she from? I recognised her from something. Think like a man. Yes, and uh, next one. Huh? BBS and Shazam. Let me see. Star. Is that the young one or the the old one? The old one. I'm talking about the old one. Yeah. When she turns into a superhero. I did like the effects of how they made her move fast, like stop time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I liked her acting because she was still acting exceptionally childlike. Like with Santa. Like, What's a lair? Yeah. <laughs> Santa, I've, I've been back to the lecture. I've been very good. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I like his interview at the end on the news. And he was like, what the fuck? I said, oh my God, that's fucking everything coming out of everywhere. And he just had enough of all these superheroes, <laughs> man. Um, that cracked me up. Poor Santa. Know, yeah, exactly. It's been a long time since I've watched uh, Zachary Levi and everything here, but yeah. he's actually a good actor. I forgot, like, that he could act, and, like, he's just, like, yeah. a really nice fellow. I, I liked I liked what they did. I get why they picked him now, because ri- I'm not a bigger Shazam fan. I don't I know a bit about him, and I've, like, but I don't know all his thing. But I always got the impression, and I think it's only recently not recently, but relatively recently that they've actually made him continue to act as a kid even when he's in Shazam mode. Because mm. I'm pretty sure from what I can remember, unless he unless he puts it on so that no one knows, when he turns to Shazam, I, I remember his mind becoming an adult mind as well. He's not a kid anymore. He turns to Shazam and now he's Shazam. Do you know what I'm saying? He doesn't still have the kid mind. So I... I they do do that in the comic though, so I, ha- I have seen that, but not as much. So, especially not as much as they do it in this film. In this film, they fully go like. Martin, sorry, I've got, sorry. Marta Milans, that's the mum, yeah? Rose of Asquez. <laughs> 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 fucking hot, bro. Yeah. Look up a, look, just look at, just look up I a picture of her. She's like. Maybe that's because I've got things for like Mexican ladies and yeah, like, Latinas. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Mm. 
I like a lady. She's, she's like, well, not okay. Like, she's still like, a very Let me see what lady. picture you're looking at. I'm looking at an IMDb. Nah, 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 nah. Google that shit. You're not going to get the pictures you want from IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> and every woman you're gonna listens, that's jokes alright let me get some people back on board yeah let me get some people back on my team so I loved the f- I loved that in this we had a different orphan story it wasn't the typical my parents are dead so I'm an orphan and uh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. his parents were still alive or at least his mum was do you know what I'm saying was his dad? I think his dad, his dad was in prison. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So his dad was in prison, yeah. and his mum. And I loved that story because at first it was a bit jarring because I was like, "So, where's your mum then, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like your mum ain't look for you. Like, yeah. you got lost. And like, that doesn't mean you lose. It. I know it's the eighties or whatever, but no, 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 it wasn't the eighties. It was in a pot. No, it wasn't. It was prison time. No, all right, maybe it wasn't the eighties, but it was What's at his least. His name was in the past, eighty four was when they went the flashback of the villain as a boy. They All right, yeah, that was the 80s. Day. But his one weren't present. His one was at least like 10 years ago. Because if he's 15 now, when he left his mum, he was little, little. He was sitting on the counter when she was throwing a dart saying, I want the tiger. He was at least... And she was like, shut the fuck up. In the, <laughs> well, once we get the second right, version of... 2009. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. All right, yeah. Still, still <laughs> That's no, not 10 years yeah, ago. There's still, still no excuse. <laughs> yeah, all right. Still okay, no I hear that, yeah. Okay. There was Google back then. Yeah, that's like, true. Shine. That's true. There was no excuse. No excuse. But yeah, at first I was like, it doesn't make sense. But then when they came back to it, I was like, oh, that's actually deep. Like, like she's two stops away. I was like, yeah, so she's, she's been there the this whole time. time. Wow. She changed her name back to her maiden name. Like, she didn't want you finding her, bro. Mm. Like, and that's a deep story. Like, I prefer yeah. that to just, oh, my parents are dead. <laughs> like, no, don't get twisted. Like, that's a good story, Batman. Yeah. But, um, I love the diverse cast. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't done. It wasn't like shoving it in your face. It was just like, it was natural. They're all orphans. Like, they're all orphans from yeah. different backgrounds. Even the parents, like, do you know what I'm saying? You had like the Mexican, oh, <laughs> mum. And then <laughs> the mamacita. And then you, <laughs> and then you had the papi <laughs> who was like, what was he? He was like Hawaiian or something. I don't know what he was. Yeah, he looked like he could be Samoan or mm. Um, I loved, yeah. So I loved the family. Uh, um, and as well, to add to the different type of orphan story, like his parents are still alive, he just can't find them. I love that the foster family was actually a loving and happy foster family for once. I like the joke where you We rarely like, get that. Don't, don't, don't worry about them. Yeah. They beat us when we're asleep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That He's like, that's why, like, that's why I'm on my crutches. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I love that. I love that we actually had a loving family, which was good. Um, the little girl gave me jokes when it was like, can she keep a secret? And she's like, moderate. <laughs> and I was like, that's <laughs> like, funny. No, like, no. like, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. And then like, to add to that, I love later on that once the rest of the family do figure it out, she's, she's like, like, yes, finally. finally you got it. And I didn't have to tell you anything. I'm a good sister. <laughs> I, was like, that's... I was like, technically, no, you kind of still fade it out, but <laughs> yeah. we'll allow you. What, what? She was a great actor, the little girl. The little girl. She was really Fantastic. good, yeah. Um, what made me laugh though, in, after that, I was like, so you're telling me that these kids can, figure did, can figure out that their 
15 year old foster brother turns is into turns into this man yeah like they look well, no nothing alike like d- but no one can figure out that Clark Kent takes his glasses off <laughs> or that Bruce Wayne disappears from the party every time Batman turns up yep. I'm like nah man this is inconsistent mm-hmm. but yeah that made me laugh um speaking of the teen the the 18 year old girl the eldest daughter yeah I liked her originally I, I, I like the college interview the way that she gets introduced yeah. and she was like oh, what do I tell them and he's like say something about the fact that you're a foster kid like they love that yeah. and she's like well as a foster kid I love bringing together a community and, and making family, family out of it and then she was like yeah I was yeah. like done though I know that's actually <laughs> sick but I was worried because I was like is this going to get a little incestuous like is she going to be his love interest and it's set up like Oh, it kind of when, they bumped, into when they bumped into each other, and then when he caught her and he was holding yeah, her down like that, yeah. and like just the look when when she's intro- when he's getting introduced to the family, just the look he gave her was kind of like, "Bro, that's gonna be your sister." Like, <laughs> don't look at her like that. Like, so I had the feeling they was gonna end up together. I'm glad they didn't. Oh snap! In fact, there wasn't a love interest at all in this movie. There wasn't even like a girl he had the crush on or like a Mary Jane do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. what are you going to say what did you just say well, so I, just what like, did you I, say? I missed the uh, credit scene yeah yeah I think I left too early if this is correct oh what from Shazam yeah yeah there was two post credits uh, I think I left off the the, the second one didn't the, the second one mm. was in the trailers what was it it was actually in the trailers oh was it yes what was it it was him looking into a fishbowl, trying to talk to the fish. And then it was basically just an excuse to cast Aquaman. <laughs> Legit. Like after Aquaman just made you billions, you're going to make him the, 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 the butt of the jokes again. Yeah. Like you've just made him cool. <laughs> don't start this shit again. So literally Shazam, I don't know if it was in this trailer. I think it was in its own separate like TV spot or something. Oh, okay. um, but he's holding up a fish and he's like a fishbowl and he's like trying, he's like trying to communicate with the fish. And he's like, no, I can't do it. I can't talk to fish. He's like, what's good about talking to fish anyway? That's some rubbish power. And then the kid, the crippled kid's got an Aquaman t-shirt on. <laughs> and he's like, well, you can, you can like summon a whole army of da 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 And yeah. he's like, nah, man, that's some crap power, man. That's some bullshit. Like, ain't nobody want that. I, 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 like, let's, we're kind of good all over the place. And I'm sorry, guys. Hmm. We, we are normally a bit better prepared than today. Hmm. Uh, but I did like when he went to the strip club because again, hmm. Like, that's generally what a 15-year-old boy would want to be if he had the opportunity to become an adult. Yeah, exactly. And, and same with when they bought beer and then the beer tasted nasty. Yeah, that was, was good. And then they just got went and got snacks yeah, instead. which is very typical, like, 15-year-old kids would do. Yeah. Um, I like that, obviously, the cripple kid wants to figure out his superpowers, yeah. but Billy Batson himself, he is just more happy that he's an adult. Because, like you said, he gets to go to a strip club, buy drinks, do all this stuff. He said that he could take care of himself. Yeah. I think he also wanted money to help him find his pair, his mom. Yeah. Um, it was also funny, like, again, this, this, I'm so like. I need to see it again. I definitely, I, definitely want again. I want to see it again. Yeah, I want to see it again. And this is the first time this has happened in a DC movie <laughs> since the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Like, this has not happened for the entirety of this DCEU era. This is the first DC movie I want to see again yeah. not I will see again for this podcast I want to see this shit it was fucking funny that, that it was, was a good film jokes when he's like poor Sam don't, don't scream. scream and he screamed and he was like I said don't scream <laughs> that was funny so I this was cool when he touched the, 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 the side that was cool but that just reminded me of one other bit here yeah? mm-hmm. 
So, um, so the villain, Mark Strong, is, was a deep, in terms of the story, was a weak villain. Mm-hmm. Is this was just a standard hero villain storyline yeah. that went through. Everything else around it though was what made it, was what elevated it for me. I'd, sorry, I'd give this a free piece. Yeah. Solid free piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and like, this has been the, I think this is the best DC movie that they've made in a while. This isn't like Aquaman where everyone says it's amazing and it makes billions and I'm yeah. there like, did I watch, <laughs> did everyone film. watch this? What? <laughs> and it's not like Wonder Woman where it's like, yes, this is a great film, mm-hmm. but then at the end it fucks up. Mm-hmm. This movie was just good. All, it was consistently good. Never was there a moment where I was like, DC, man, come on. I don't know. The bit about the making money bit was a bit like, but then again, like I said, it was kind of so special because he's trying to make money. I'm saying, yeah. Thing. Um, well, the whole way he first gets the idea of making money was jokes when the woman is getting her purse robbed in the park and he runs over and it was actually the robber that was screaming because <laughs> she's maced him. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that was funny. And he was like, Oh, I thought you needed help. And she's like, No, like I got this, man. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then what happened? I can't remember. He does something and then she gets shook and then gives he, her his. He throws the robber like across the Oh, park. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then she gives him all her money. Strength mm. um, your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. Yeah. That was jokes. That was funny, yeah. And again, like, I like that he just did shit that a kid would do, mm. not only if they got powers, but if they were just turned into an adult. Yeah. All right, that was pretty good. All it right, had a I, lot I, of I big... Wanna, I want to address something now, yeah. Yeah. All right, Henry Cavill. Yeah. I thought so disrespected for you. <laughs> yeah. I felt so disrespected for you that, like, I, this is how I would have had Superman in this movie. Yeah. You see the bit where you fucked up and he blew up the boss tire? Yeah. That's when Superman yeah. should have come. And he was like, oh, what? that's when Superman should have come. <coughs> yeah. Taking him aside and been like, yo, like, I see you, Mr. Philly. Yeah. I see you were doing good deeds. Yeah. But, you know, sort your shit out. Like, or, or something. Like, mm. I felt that's where, you know, him and Superman should have had a heart to heart. Yeah, that would have totally been nice, start, actually. A totally start, I, a Spider-Man moment. Yeah. Uncle Ben, Peter Parker yeah. moment. Well, great power cards, greatest ones, Willie. Really. That would have been nice because that could have, because a, a, a really cool moment in the comics between Shazam and Superman is the moment Superman realizes that Shazam's actually a child. Mm. Because looking at him, you'd never know. And they yeah. don't know who his secret identity is. Mm. Superman just like, oh, look, it's someone on my level. It's yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Let's go and fight. Once he realizes he's a child, Superman tracks down the wizard yeah. and goes to him and is like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> are you a fucking dickhead? Like you gave this powers to a child. You're putting this child in danger and all this. Da, da, da. So that would have been nice if, like you said, if Shazam makes the bus crash or whatever, tries to do something, but, and then Superman comes, da, 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 saves the bus, the like it saves the day, yeah. takes him aside, like, hey, bro, come, come, come. I see you're new to this, like. Yeah, 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 And then from Shazam's responses, he can be like, like, how old are you? <laughs> like, you're, you're talking like you're a child, innit? And then he could be like, like, I am a child. Yeah. And then, then he, then Superman could be like, don't worry, I'm going to fucking sort this out and yeah. then fly off. And then that, that could be the last we see of him. Yeah. Then the post credit scene, could be like Superman turning up to the, the wizard or something no, off no, of the no, lunch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But even saying that, 
Henry Cavill got moisted in this. Bro, I couldn't believe they just had a body double. They had a body double. Didn't body even double. see his head. Oh my God. I am, I, listen, I'll just quit. I'll, I'll do you I'll, think it, do you think they had to do that because he already quit? Maybe. Because Ben Affleck case, quit and he quit. That we heard that yeah. he but it, for me, I'll quit. Do you think, I would quit. Do you think this explains that weird, weird, weird tweet that he did time ago when it was just his face looking stern and then he lifted up the Superman doll like that and then put it back down and was just looking at you like you dickhead? <laughs> do you think this could be why? Do you think he's saying, remember, I, I'm Superman. This is a close up of my head that was missing from that shot. <laughs> and this is me in the Superman. I would quit. I will stand. Like, mm. how are you going to give me the role of Superman <laughs> and you have a cameo? With just my body. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless he was busy filming something else. Maybe he had a beard again. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DC were like, no, not again. <laughs> ah! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> they were like, we'll just do <laughs> Maybe that was actually Henry Cavill. Oh, and he didn't know. Like, the cameraman was, like, oh, looking shit. like this. And Henry was like... Uh, I'm looking at IMDb trivia. Did, don't don't you think they should lift the camera up a bit they're like no Cavill don't worry we got it we got your whole head and everything it's fine (laughs) oh my gosh Henry Cavill was in total surprises role as a superhero cameo was unable to due to scheduling conflicts of Mission Impossible Fallout so it was the beard again that fucking beard Okay, I think even that. Shazam dealt with it better. Can you imagine if the whole of the Justice League movie was just him <laughs> cut off at the neck? Hey guys, don't do that. Superman, like he'd just be flying the whole time. They could get away with it. Superman, come down and talk. No, I can't. Why not? Mm. For, for contract purposes. DC can't afford to <laughs> convincingly uh. get rid of my beard. Right, that was funny. I didn't know. I didn't even know that was the reason. But Throughout the joke. film, Billy Batson displays a liking for tigers. He likes stuffed tigers, and as Shazam, his cape plus has tigers on them. This is a homage to Mister Talky, Talky Tony. Yeah, yeah there's a talking tiger, tiger in there. Who's yeah. Captain Ally in the comics? I really liked as well. Speaking of the tiger, mm-hmm. I love that we got. Um, where is it? So at the, in the final battle, I love that there's a moment where he goes gets thrown into a thing and then he sees that there's a dad with a little girl hiding yeah, and he gives, and he the gives them the tiger that he always wanted and then comforts her and says look it's fine just hold stay on to here. that stay there that's some real superhero shit do you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. compared that shit to that fucking wobbly footage of superman at the beginning <laughs> trying to explain what makes a superhero my s is like a river of hope in your face you motherfucker i'm like what the fuck like this this movie did a lot of things really well. It really there was a big reference in this movie. There was a big reference with the piano stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really cool. Um, um, there I, I I liked how it was all fun and games up until the moment the the villain turned up. Then it was like okay, shit's getting serious, yeah. and he was menacing. Like even before he met up with Shazam, was, the scene in the in the in the um the meeting room. If there had been oh blood, my days. Like, I, I, I don't know why they chose not to do blood, because they obviously changed the rating. Yeah. But, like, seeing people's heads get eaten, him dashing his brother out, of out the window. the window. Like, the, the, the... Just the designs the, of the sins the, um, themselves. They like, were scary, man. Yeah, but, yeah, but you see, um, like, horror movies or action movies. You yeah. see that shot that we got with the people, like, begging for their life. Yeah. You would have seen blood. Blood coming up on the like walls. Oh, yeah, that's true. Adult rating. Yeah. But that was fucking scary, man. Like, for a child, that was fucking scary. 
Um, but yeah, that just added to the tension of later on, once they were there going after the kids. Do you know what I'm saying? Once they, once he sent the sins after the, the family, I was like, oh shit, like. Yeah, and this is before the family even superior. Even got their powers. I was like, fuck. But then it was a, it was a bit like, so you're telling me that in the, in the meeting room, they just fucking went savage and fucking fucked everything that ever moved. Yeah. But in this, the kids, just the kids were out running them for a second and like, I was like, what? And then even when they started grabbing them, I was like, oh my God. They didn't kill them. Do you know what I mean? They just grabbed them and held them. I guess because um, Savannah told them to, but I don't know. Do you know why uh, Jumon Honzu is sick? Why? Hanzo is sick. Because he features in both Captain Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's jokes. That's he's true. He's the man. Like, he is the man. He's the man. He is bringing together Captain Marvel, yeah. the Marvel version, and yeah. Do you think there was a bit in this in Shazam, yeah? And I didn't, I didn't pick this up at the time, but looking back on it, I was like, maybe that meant this. Do you remember when he first does something, and then someone's walk past, and he goes, "Hey, I'm a superhero," and he's, yeah. and he's like, "His name is Captain Sparkle Fingers." <laughs> Do you think that was kind of a Captain Marvel tease? Do you think what? what they were thinking the audience would be like, his name is Captain. And everyone's like, are they going to say Marvel? Yeah. Sparkle fingers. Like, I didn't think that in the time, but looking back on it, I'm thinking that may have been what they're, they were thinking. what they were thinking for that. Well, supposedly they do mention in the trivia that um, the reason why he has so many different names is to reflect that because of the issues with Marvel. He was called Captain Marvel. He was called Shazam. He was called Captain Thunder. Yeah. And that was due to issues with the rival company Marvel having a similar name mm. as well as a similar hero called Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, what else? I'm just going through all my things. Uh, we, we've actually covered quite a lot quite quickly. Um, all right. Let's get into some, let's get into something quickly. Um, I like the Shazam team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I did like really the, like I it. Like the adult alter egos. I like all the adult alter egos. I like that the fat guy became this buff fucking super, super buff. buff guy. And it was it was teased because obviously the weights at the beginning. Yeah. Like, oh, he's working. He's trying, he's trying to work out. I like that the Chinese guy became the tallest one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how, like you said, how the girl stays childish and talks to Santa and tells her how he's been. She's been a good girl. Um, the one thing. Okay, this is what I thought was weird though, okay? Because in the comics now, mm-hmm. and this is something that they've changed up in this movie. In the comics, Shazam himself, mm-hmm. I think, again, I don't know a lot about Shazam, but I think Shazam generally only uses one power at a time because he has to call out what power he's using. He says, the strength of Hercules, and then he gets strong. Mm-hmm. The stamina of, of, of Solomon, of Solomon the, 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 do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lightning of Zeus, do you know what I'm saying? He has to call out whose power he's using. He didn't have to do that in this. He just had all the powers. And well, then developed as he started to like get better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the flight. I thought that was good how they did the flight. I know we've said this before. Let's see. What's the Shazam mean again? It's the strength of, you know, it's, it's the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon. The strength Hercules, of Hercules. A- uh, Atlas, I think. The stamina of Atlas. Yeah. Um, the courage of Achilles, is it? Achilles, that's the other A. Who's the Z? Z is Zeus. Z is Zeus. And the M is... Hmm. 
Uh, here we go. Wisdom of Solomon, Strength of Hercules, Stamina of Atlas, Power of Zeus, Courage of Achilles, and Speed of Mercury. Mercury. That's there it. You go. So, those are all his powers, yeah? Mm-hmm. Speed, list them out again. Speed, strength, wisdom, wisdom strength, yeah. stamina, stamina power, power, speed. Speed. Okay. No, and courage. And courage. So, when, I'm pretty sure again, I'm pretty sure in the comics, mm-hmm. when he splits out all the powers amongst them, they get one power each. Mm-hmm. So, one of them would have the speed, one of them would have the strength, one of them would have this, one of them would have that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that leaves him vulnerable or if he still gets to keep all his powers. Well, he gets the stuff. But but what I'm saying is, watching this film, mm. I assume, I thought, because I'm pretty sure in the comics, and even in the film, they made it out as if they got one power each. But the then they didn't. Got speed. The little girl got speed, but then she must have had strength as well because she was fighting off some of the things. Just like one of them had strength... Do you know what I'm saying? They, they, it seemed like they all, like, the girl, the teenage girl, mm. what was her power then? Because if one of them is, gets the strength, yeah. so the green guy, who was the fat guy, gets the strength. Because he was super buff. Because he was super buff. The girl gets the speed. Yeah. Um, I think the Chinese guy got the lightning powers because he went Hadouken. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he got the that lightning powers. Yeah. Um, uh, the crippled guy got, crippled guy got flight. flight. So what did she get? Wisdom? Because she was scuffing the monsters as well. So she must have got strength as well, at least. Or maybe she's just the monsters weren't that strong in the first place. <laughs> Your face was there. No, the seven deadly sins, bro. The seven deadly sins. They're strong. Like, what was he so I was like, oh, seven deadly sins. Yeah, I knew sins. what you were saying. <laughs> I was like, anime, yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was a bit confused at the end as to... I thought it would have been better... Because plug plug this in one because I know what I'm gonna say for a while. So I thought it I thought where they was going with this because when they threw the batarang at Savannah's head and he got cut and they realized it's because the sins were out of his body at the time. So they re- realized that. she realized so she was like okay. She realized a lot of shit. She's a smart yeah. little girl well, eighteen year old. He was actually the most useful one in the team. Shazam! Once he gave all of them the powers, he seemed crap, don't you think? Because the rest of them, like, the crippled guy was like, I know what this is about. Like, I'm all about this superhero yeah, life. Yeah. The Chinese guy was doing Hadoukens. <laughs> the strong guy was holding up the, the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Like, they was all about this straight away. And it just made him seem like so, such a waste man he, he for taking so this so out. long to yeah. figure it out. Do you know what I'm saying? But, um, but, uh. Yeah, I want to see this again. Uh, yeah, I do want to see it again. What was I just saying, though? Yeah, okay. So with Dr. Savannah, yeah, when they established that as he releases the sins, mm. um, he becomes weaker because he doesn't have their power in him anymore. Yeah. So they had to, they had to, um, they had to trick him into releasing all of his, all of the sins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought the same thing would apply to Shazam. I thought as he spread his powers out, he'd then be at a disadvantage as well. So if, if he gave the little girl his speed power, he don't have speed anymore. He gave you crippled boy flight. I was thinking maybe he can't fly anymore. So when Savannah's like grabbed him and they're like flying through the sky, mm-hmm. I thought if he just lets go of Shazam, Shazam's just going to drop. Like he ain't got his speed anymore. Yeah. Or he ain't got his flight, but he did. He still had all his powers. Mm. 
so I thought it would have I thought it would have been better if he lost some of his powers the same way Doctor the way Savannah did. So they were both now at a disadvantage. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that would add to his her- heroism because he's sacrificing himself. He's depowered, but he's still leading away the main villain to save his family, who are powered up now. Now that seems like a very heroic thing to do. But the fact that he kept all his powers, I just thought it was a bit weird. I didn't understand the post credit scene. Did you? Oh, Mr. Mind. Yeah. The cat, the caterpillar. caterpillar. Yeah. See, I, I, so when you saw the caterpillar in the beginning, I was like, oh, we're going to see it later on as a moth or something or a butterfly. Yeah. When it was missing, I was like, okay, cool. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. When I saw it at the end, I was just like, what the hell? What the fuck is this? Yeah. So can you shed some light on that? So not really, <laughs> but Mr. Mind is like a, a super intelligent caterpillar mm-hmm. and he's got the same talking thing. Like he can talk. Yeah. I don't know where he comes from. I don't know why he's <laughs> like that. If he's an alien, uh, probably, probably is from another dimension. Like, cause if you look at the, um, if you look at the, when they had the monsters Inc doors, yeah, and they kept opening doors, and there was like different alligator people yeah. and different dimensions. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, when he was like, "Stop opening doors!" I thought that was <laughs> no pretty funny. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Um, nah. I don't know much about Shazam. That's what I'm saying. That's why even going into this, yeah, I think. I was saying as well. Yeah, I, I think he. Um, can he mind control people? What does he do? He, I know his name's Mr. Mind. Buzz, and he's some Butters Caterpillar guy. But he's like a big, like, Shazam villain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to find out more. Mm. Um, God damn it. Why do I keep losing this damn remote? <laughs> um, we're pretty much coming to an end. Mm. What else did I have to say about Shazam? I want to see it again. I do want to see it again. Pardon my phone. Let me see if I've got any more notes. Yeah. You're only in like 5%. Yeah, it's cool. I just want to have a quick look. Oh, no. oh God damn. Sorry, guys. It's going so well. <laughs> uh, I just want to see if there's anything I've forgotten. Shazam! Um, okay, so we watched a video about the end credit scene. I didn't really explain much other than the fact that I think <coughs> future Shazam movies... Maybe he should um, hmm. create new villains because hmm. Doctor Banjo and this creepy character—I <laughs> don't think it's gonna work. Hmm. Um, maybe yes, they should go with the original plan of having uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson's Black Adam be the next villain. Hmm. Um, that should be something they should go for. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. We've kind of caught up on the movies. Oh, hold on. I've got a bit more to say about Shazam. A few, oh, more, a few more points. Sorry. Right, and then, and then go, we're done. go, 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 go. All right. Um, the bullies. I want to talk about the bullies quickly. Oh, they were jarring. They were jarring. The fact that they, they got introduced to the film by running over a crippled boy <laughs> and then getting out and beating the shit out yeah, of him. That was, so that was a bit dumb. weird. That was, um, that was a negative point for this movie. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, Billy, I like the fact that Billy only stopped, not because they were beating up his stepbrother, but because they said something about mums. Only having, only ha- he doesn't have He's only got one mum or he doesn't have a mum or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why someone working at DC has got real mum issues. Like, Definitely someone, someone, there was, there was that another was, Marvel, Marvel moment. Movement. Every, like, I'm sorry, but someone at DC either had a, a abusive mum or didn't have a mum 
or was in love with their mum or some yeah, some mum issues. Ophelia complex. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Weird. Smarter than I am. Mm. <laughs> um, I thought it was weird as well that when Billy beats up the bullies, and this is something that happens in general in movies, and I always think it's weird that the bullies are picking on someone, the hero steps in and beats up the bullies, and then runs away. Mm. How do you know the bullies are going to chase you? What if the bullies say, all right, he's gone. I'm going to get back to beating yeah. up the crippled boy. Like, and he had the advantage. You had the other two brothers and the girl. Yeah. You should have stayed and done. Yeah. And made them get in their car and leave. He ran away. What did he move them with the crutches? Yeah. Are you mad? You think that one lick is that? Yeah. Nah, mate. It's not finished. And then even then, even after, okay, so he runs away and they chase him. Okay. Fair enough. Once he gets on the train, Again, same thing. How do they, how does he know they're not just going to go back and bust up your crippled boy again? Yeah. Like, they, they've got to go back and get their car. Yeah. Their car's still there. Mm-hmm. Like, you, nah, man, that, yeah. that, that type of shit always oh, freaks me. I'm saying one thing that I liked here, yeah. you know, from watching something we just watched here. That scene when he jumps from the ceiling and says Shazam. Yeah, that is sick. Like, well, here's it. I like yeah. that. That's sick. <laughs> I, I, I like that. That's it. Mm. One of the funniest moments in the movie, yeah. And I'm so glad they like addressed it. Mm. Is when the villain was monologuing mm. and he was like, I you. <laughs> He's like, What? I can see your lips. <laughs> He's like, Fuck it, I'm going. I'm and just gonna go. It's like so happy that the villain finished monologuing. Yeah. I was, that was, that was great. See, I, I like that. This movie, a lot, stuff like that gave me Deadpool vibes. Yes. I thought it was but very funny, but in a PG 13 way, like mm. even the point where, um, like, when he's when he's first learns to fly, I think, and then he gets run over by the truck and then bounces off all the cars. <laughs> Just that type of like Looney Tunes humor, like where yeah. he's invulnerable, so he can do slapstick comedy like that. That reminded me of Deadpool stuff like that, like, and also just the fact that they were making so many references to the bigger DC universe, mm. but like not necessarily directly saying directly. Obviously. Oh, but no, but even even stuff like. Um, talking about leaping, it. leaping, yeah, no, not stuff like that. I'm oh. talking about like classic stuff, like Batman being known as the Caped Crusader. We've oh, never had that in a DC movie, but he goes, you know about all this Caped Crusader stuff, and then he goes, yeah, that's Batman. Yeah. Or when they were like, he's more powerful than a locomotive. Yeah, that's Superman. It's yeah. like, well, leaping. a locomotive ain't really that great. Yeah. Like, what's that? Leaping tall buildings in a single bound. The 21st century, like, why are you from the 1900s? Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, that was jokes because he didn't leap over the building, he crashed into the fucking building. Yeah, that was funny as well. Some people. Um, I, I, I liked, um, going back to the bullies though, sorry. Um, I liked how it was the cripple boy in the end, in his Shazam mode, that saves, saves the two them, bullies yeah. and he gets to give them back the briefcase wedgies as he saves them. Yeah. But I also, because in a, in a lesser film, he would have put the bullies down and said, hey guys, just because someone's crippled doesn't mean they can cripple you or something and then fly yeah. off. And then they would have gone, oh my God, was that cripple boy? Yeah. And then they would have gone back to school and been nice to cripple boy. But I don't know. Do in this, their powers? at the end, that's I think they do. Because, well, I was wondering, because as well, because at the end, when the bullies are still fucking with cripple boy and he's sitting in there, I was like, he so badly just wants to say Shazam exactly. right now. Mm. Like he just wants to do it and go fuck him up. But, um, but then it led to this, the, the Superman reveal as well. Yeah. Or and this is where our reveal. end game review will be finishing. Three oh, hours, two minutes. Battery's dead again. Try and try that. All right. Last thing I'm going to say about Shazam as well. Yeah. Um, Shazam. 
is that it gave me not only Deadpool vibes, but it gave me a lot throughout of Spider-Man Homecoming vibes just because of the type of humor it was, the fact that it was set in a high school and we had actual young actors in it. Um, the diverse cast as well, a friend of his family was exactly the same as the, um, the diverse cast of his friends in school. Mm-hmm. We even had the same scene that was in both Shazam and Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. of the hero's best friend letting everyone know that he's his best friend mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going to bring him down to the party or to the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's then the superhero doesn't show up. And it played out exactly the same way as it did in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The only difference is later on in the film, Shazam did turn up and then we had the yeah. whole thing that didn't happen. But the context of it was different. Whereas with Spider-Man, the reason he didn't show up to the party as Spider-Man is because he was genuinely taken on Vulture. Yeah. Whereas with Shazam, the reason he didn't turn up to lunch was just because he's a dickhead and he was doing the, the, um, the, the, he had the Rocky music going. And he was doing lightning from my hands, lightning from my hands, and then just being a dickhead trying to make <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so juice. Yeah. I like that. So I, I like that Shazam was a bit of a prick for most of this. Yeah. And it was just that like being with the family maybe brought out the best in him and made him realize like um that he he should be a superhero. Also, as well, I did like, and I kind of got the feeling because Billy Batson was kind of a prick to his family. He kept running away. Like when, when he was actually fighting Savannah, he was like, wait, I don't have to do this. I can run. He's like, yeah, I could just run. That's a great idea. And then just, and it just runs and kept running. And so I'm like, this I, ain't, I did, I did like, like how he like said Shazam to turn into a little kid and then sneak, talk. To sneak away. Sneak, yeah. Yeah. Went underneath him. And, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty uncool. But then, um, so I was thinking like, did the wizard pick you because you're genuinely the best man for the part? Or was he just out of desperation? The sins have been released. Like I've been looking, fuck it. Like you'll do. Do you know what I'm saying? You just beat up the bullies for fighting a cripple kid. You'll do. That's good enough for me. Yeah. So I think that was it. And not because he was the, 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 um, was he said? Pure, pure, pure of heart or whatever. Yeah, Billy Batson ain't pure, pure of heart. heart. He stole the Superman thing. No, he stole the Superman thing. Yeah, he fucking um locked up the cops at the beginning and then stole their food. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, you just reminded me. Mm. I was late to this. Yeah, I know. I needed to find out how. How do you know? Because I know everything. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I need to know how late I was because when I walked into the screen, mm-hmm. Billy was standing outside the shot. The alarm was going off. The policeman turned up and he was like, he's in there. He's yeah, at the that, back. That was pretty much, I think, the beginning. Yeah. No, did, did you see the villain story? Yeah, I saw the villain story. Then yeah, I can't remember what was first then. I thought the villain story was the first thing that we saw. What do you mean the villain story? So we see um, him and his dad and his brother drive into their grandparents' house. Oh, I didn't see that then. Oh, you missed a vital bit. Really? Well, not vital, but you missed a, a bit that I really like because like I said we got a villain's backstory first oh that's what you meant I thought you just meant like Savannah gets his powers oh, before Shazam does oh no, we get the villain's backstory yeah first. okay it's with him as a child yeah they're driving along and he's got like an eight ball that he's shaking yeah and then that s- stuff starts to happen yeah and then like the car starts to speed up his parents his, like people disappear and he ends up there in it and then he goes, oh, I'm looking for a child 
of pure, or, or I'm looking for someone of pure heart. I miss loads. He's like, I'm missing someone of pure heart. Yeah. Uh, but because I'm losing my power, then the demon statues, the eyes turn red. Yeah. And he goes, no, don't be his champion. Yeah. Be our champion. Oh, really? Look over to the eye of Exercio, whatever. And then the eye of Exercio starts glowing. He starts like, gets like, um, hypnotized by it and starts to go towards it and walks all the way there yeah. and starts to reach for it and to like take it out and then the, sh- uh, the wizard um, electrocutes him and he goes no and he goes you are not worthy and like he sends him back and he's like basically like you will never be worthy like you're not a pure heart like yeah. only a pure heart can have this power yeah. and then sends him back and then when he sends him back here, yeah, he starts having a panic attack. He's like no no I want the power I want the power no like don't keep don't keep me out kind of thing and he's doing this in the car while his dad's driving it. Yeah. And it causes his dad to like spin out of control. Yeah. And he goes, like, what are you doing, you idiot? You could have killed us. Mm. Yeah. Cause they like, not like another car comes out that comes through. Yeah. out of the way. But then he's, as he's like cussing them out, they're still in the middle of the road. Yeah. And a truck comes and lays oh, it shit. out. And the dad like flies out of the car. So you actually think the dad's dead. Yeah. So when you see him with the dad in the meeting where he's lost his leg, you're like, uh, yeah. you see the beginning. I just kind of. See, I didn't, I didn't see any of that, but I knew all of that happened from picking up from the rest oh, of the film. Seeing it is much better. Yeah. I then later on, thinking to the wizard, why didn't you just not explain that to him at the beginning? Because the way he explains the situation to Billy mm. is different to the way he explains it to um, the other dude. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to watch that again because I honestly thought I thought I didn't miss anything. No, I walked in and I thought, okay, he's standing outside. I thought maybe it starts with him robbing the place. You missed about. Five to ten. Yeah, I missed about five minutes, I think. Yeah. Oh, we can go see this tomorrow. I'm gonna go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go watch it again anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. Mm. Went a, a, a little bit longer, but, you know, some people like the length. Mm. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's not the length, it's how you use it. Yes. Ah, Pet Cemetery. Should we do that next time? We'll do that next time. I'm going to make you, you have to watch it then. Alright, we'll do that next time. We'll do that Just so you know, listeners, he tried to watch it and couldn't make it. Listen, I left. lasted 30 minutes. Didn't even see anything. Uh, I've like, watched the film. I know where you left now. You're a bitch. <laughs> you didn't see anything. I don't do Fair that. enough you saw Victor, yeah? yeah. I'll, I'll allow you that. Yeah. Bruv, they scared me the first like 10 seconds with a truck. Bro. I knew that was, I, was I knew scared. it as well. Like, no, oh my God. Like, no, when you told me, yeah, when you said I'd only had one jump scare in the first 30 minutes, but I'd no, left. You said but, three. Did you say three? Yeah, there was three jump scares in the first three Oh, maybe, no, maybe it was, no, you said, you said something about one. I remember you said there was one early on that got me. Yeah. And so I'm watching this film and then I see that truck and I'm like, was that the, I was like, please tell me that. Please tell me something else is about to happen and that wasn't one of the jump scares. But that was, I knew it was. I, was like, I knew it. I knew it. All it takes is a loud noise to scare you. And then the fact that mum also jumped scared as yeah. well. I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah, I lasted about 30 minutes, guys. Uh, I blame a combination of me being a pussy and yeah. also me being tired and having work the next day. Fair enough. I, again, like I said, I knew where the story was going. Yeah. Because I was actually the trailer. Mm. Yeah. My neighbors have cats. <laughs> I didn't want to be sleeping and I hear him freaking meow noises, making me think about this movie, and it allowed me to sleep. Yeah, I have to sleep. Hmm. I drive a bus. <laughs> yeah, I have to concentrate. Hmm. I was not down to be scared. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I could probably still count about horror films I've seen on both my hands. Yeah, I don't think I've crossed ten yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, jokes. I'm not about that life. Yeah. I don't pay to be scared. Yeah, yeah? if it's like. If you say to me, 
Let's go into the forest and go camping. Let's go into the woods. As long as it's not the same woods that they filmed <laughs> there, which project in, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I know anything that jumps out of me, I can bang it in his face, I can shank it. Yeah. As far as I know, there's not extraterrestrial life, there's nothing. The, uh, yes, I do slightly believe in the supernatural, but as far as I'm concerned on this planet, hmm. and at this moment in time, there's nothing supernatural. Hmm. No one's opened a dimension to the next place. Hmm. No one's un- um, opened up the seven, de- uh, let the seven deadly sins out. Hmm. Anything that happens in this world, I can rationalize it with a certain amount of logic. Yeah. How do you know none of that always not happening? Again, and we're just getting men in black well, mind wiped. I'm, I'm gonna be cool with getting men in black. When I'm watching something, yeah. and I'm and I'm, like the mental tension that is cooling to my brain. Like, and again, some horrors that I've seen, yeah, I haven't really mind because like I know when the job's gonna come in. Yeah. Like I said, I was alone. There was like literally no one around me. Yeah. Hmm. Everyone else in the cinema was sat on the other side. It mm. felt like I was in the cinema all alone. Mm. Yeah. I said, I, I don't, I've never seen a horror film. Where was I, where was I watching this? I was actually in, I had quite good seats for Pet Cemetery. For Shazam, mm. that showing was packed. Yeah, because you were in screen four. Packed. I was in screen one. No, he's in a big screen. I was in a big screen. Yeah, I was in a smaller screen, yeah, but, screen and I was also running late. So, I had to watch this film in the front row. <laughs> In the corner. <laughs> Good. I watched this whole film in a front said, row from the corner. You said you want to get there for what? Five o'clock? Because you, because I saw the, no, this, you, you were going to see the 1721. That's the one you should have come to. You didn't end up getting there till 8 Yeah. I know, man. The girls told me everything, man. <laughs> they told me, you know, like, oh, she's downstairs. I was like, really? Yeah. I, I come, when see? I come out, when I come out, they were like, <laughs> Your friend was pissed, you know. Your friend was waiting for you. Where have you been? I said, I just come out. And she was like, Oh, well, he was waiting for you. And then I said, No, he's the bitch. If he didn't leave early from Pet Cemetery, he'd be leaving at the same time as me right now, and we'd be cool. You're the bitch. You, you <laughs> fucked up. Don't tell me it's my fault, mate. Yeah, it is your fault. You were meant to be there for missing link. Listen, it was my last day of work before mm. half term. Mm. We went out for some drinks. Mm. We got carried away, innit? Mm-hmm. Okay, allow me, man. Waste. Alright, so hopefully we're gonna see Shazam tomorrow. And, we'll talk about and Pet Cemetery once. again. I mean, and Pet Cemetery. Well, <laughs> maybe Pet Cemetery. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'd watch that again just to watch it with you. I didn't even like it that much. I'd give it a half chicken, but really? I'd watch it again just to what, to go with you. So the first thing was just like, I was just like, nope, I know this is game. Yeah. I know the door's gonna come back as some demon thing. Nope, I'm not down. Let me go to bed. <laughs> I went to bed. Comfortable. Mm. I stuck on Archer just to, just in case <laughs> there's any bad omens around me mm. or something nice. Mm. And yeah. Um, right, we ran very long. Um, how long was this? Three hours 13. Oh, this is kind of standard, but like I said, we're, we're trying, trying to get we're better. We're trying to be better. Um, we had a lot again. We let things build up again. We had yeah. a lot of films. Joker trailer. I'm sorry, that was my yeah, fault, Joker, but I could have done a whole episode on that. Uh, Tuesday, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Episode two, we're gonna try and cover four seasons. So yep. everything's gonna have to be quite sharpish. Snappy. And then the following week, season It begins. Eight. Oh my Can't god. Wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait. It's gonna be amazing. Alright, big T. Oh, oh. start intro. <laughs> so yeah. Outro sorry. Let's get this popping. But um yeah, so guys, like I always say, if we haven't been online,
episode in the longest time. Check out some of our friends. I'm gonna plug again. Brute Force of Ignorance, the D&D podcast. Definitely give that a listen to. Uh, nerds, their gaming podcast. That's with Aaron and Keith. Uh, Foreign Nerds Nerd Porn. Heroes of Noise. Nobody asks you, Kevin. COVID hits you on a little bit of a hiatus because uh, Jared is, well, he's moved house from Michigan to Texas, I believe. Uh, the Source War, they're back as well. I listened to their last episode, really enjoyed it. I can't wait to hear their Captain. Um, what did they review? Oh crap. Is it Captain Marvel or Shazam? Uh, I can't wait to hear their Captain Marvel review in full. Nice. Um, I thought it was funny because their, their title was I'm not sexist, but. And <laughs> uh, you know, like, they're not, they're not very controversial. They're normally like, you know, pretty standard, but I really enjoyed that episode. It was really fun. Uh, Pop culture ne- leftovers. Uh, number one quote books. I'm going to start the outro. Yes, yeah, so you can start the outro now. Uh, see the movie reviews. Uh, if I don't, if I haven't mentioned, I was a tie to the MCU. Check out that episode. Oh, yeah. Them. Uh, the Supercast, Starcast, Shootership Podcast, A Couple of Nerds, uh, Com- well, no, uh, Losing Lives Podcast, Who's Next Game, uh, Who's Next Game Podcast. I listened to one of his episodes. Uh, I think it was the Devil May Cry episode mm. or Castlevania episode. It was really fun. I really liked it. It had a patch on it as well. Hmm. And um, the Leftover Army podcast. I think that's it. That's a wrap. Oh, and Fully Dust. What? Fully Dust. The Heartstone podcast. Oh, yeah. I was on the. Y'all played that was right? Yeah. Make sure you say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Bye bye now. <laughs>